Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to TimCast IRL. I'm your host, Tim Poole, who apparently is a pro-Trump YouTuber who incited people on January 6th, so saith the January 6th hearings. In a clip aired by, uh, what's his name, Raskin, he shows a bunch of, you know, like Alex Jones and Salty Cracker, and then it shows a clip of me literally reading a Fox News headline that says, Trump says protests in D.C. will be wild. And I'm like, Trump says the protests are going to be wild. I think he's right. And there's another point where I'm like, this is Trump calling for all of his supporters to be on the ground. And they're acting like I literally said it. Here's, here's the funny thing. It's like the, it's the ultimate transitive property. Tim Pool reads Fox News article about Donald Trump telling his supporters to come on the ground. Therefore, Tim Pool is the one who actually made Trump's quote. That's the game they're playing. So uh, we're going to have to talk all about that. It's going to be a lot of fun. Plus, we got Twitter has officially sued Elon Musk. And uh, I don't know. There's a, there's a bunch of stupid news. There's a video. Josh Hawley is questioning this professor. And she, and it's the most ridiculous exchange where he's like, who can get pregnant? And she's like, people who can get pregnant. He's like, do you mean women? And she's like, I mean anyone. And then they argue. And I'm just like, yeah, that to me just shows everything's imploding. So we're going to talk all about that. I'm really excited to show you the clip of the dangerous far right Tim Pool, they say. Before we get started, head over to TimCast.com. Become a member to help support our work. As a member, you'll get access to exclusive segments of this show Monday through Thursday at 11 p.m. We call it the Tim Timcast After Hours show because it is uncensored. Last night with Dave Landau was oh like the funniest we've we've ever had. You know, Jamie and I, we could it was painfully funny. Like we were laughing so hard. <laughs> so uh, I, I definitely recommend it. And we're, we're, we're expanding the website into like a bigger streaming service. So we have a bunch of shows we're preparing. And the ultimate goal is to make it so that you as a member for 10 bucks will get access to a huge library, just like any other uh, service. So don't forget to smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends. And today we have an amazing guest. We have Adrian Curry. Hi, I'm Adrienne Curry. <laughs> Adrienne. I'm an amazing guest. <laughs> That's, That's right. Correct. Yeah. Um, I am a aged out pop culture icon from the early 2000s. That's me. Go Google it. <laughs> <laughs> we also have Libby. Hey, glad to be here. Libby Emmons, editor of the Post Millennial. Yes, yes. Yes, you are. Yes, I I'm Ian Crossland. <laughs> What's up, everybody? IanCrossland.net if you want to check it out. But let's watch the show. And I am also here in the corner, as always, pushing buttons. I'm delighted to have a ladies' night. I love to have ladies. And two is a double blessing. Let's get into it. All right. I, I pulled up this uh, story from Mediaite. Oh, my. It's going to be a red wedding. January 6th committee airs clips of extremists calling for violence oh after Trump promised wild <laughs> oh. protest. You ready? It says, during its hearing on Tuesday, the committee first showed former President Donald Trump's December 19th, 2020 tweet calling on his supporters to come to Washington. The day Congress would certify Joe Biden's electoral victory. Be there. will be wild. The committee then showed clips of fringe pro-Trump commentators, including Alex Jones and Tim Pool, oh responding excitedly <laughs> to Trump's call. It also showed clips of extremists calling for violence on January 6th. Okay, so they do separate Alex Jones and me from being extremists. I'm, I'm surprised. I assume they would have called Alex Jones an extremist. But they call us fringe pro-Trump commentators. Um, fringe? 
At the time of that, uh, we were the number one political show on YouTube with 120 million uh, uh, views per month. Uh, well, I should say it was around 100. And then with podcast views, these leftists were making these charts showing like all the right wing channels. And then Tim Pool was like massively above What's that. Happening here? Fringe. <laughs> That's the only thing I take I take issue yeah, with. It's not fair. People, people are hitting me up and they're like, are you mad? They're calling you pro Trump. And I'm like, I voted for the guy. What do you like? Be flattered <laughs> when they hate you. It means you're doing everything right. This one's amazing. Uh, uh, so here's the best part about this article. It says, you know, clips from fringe pro-Trump commentators Alex Jones and Tim Pool, but it doesn't actually quote either of us. It quotes Matt Bracken and Salty Cracker, <laughs> and then, you know, a cracker again, and then it's like they don't – they can't show anything from me because what I actually said was so completely innocuous, and I have the clip for you all right here. The so uh, let me oh, fix, the fix the audio. Yeah. It always auto plays. I, I knew the audio. So <laughs> let me, uh, let me, there's Alex Jones. And I, was, I just want to show you the part where it shows me talking because uh, some people, you know, uh, they swear and we're trying to be family friendly, but here you go. And now Donald Trump is calling on his supporters to descend on Washington, D.C., January 6th. He is now. That, that was, that uh, was extremism if I've then, ever uh, seen it. And then there's one more bit. <laughs> Let me show you one more, one more bit. I'm scared. This could be Trump's last stand. And it's a time when he has specifically called on his supporters to arrive in DC. That's it. Are you excited? I can't that, tell. That, there was like one other clip where it's like, I read the headline and I was like, Trump promises a wild protest on DC. Mm. On January 6th. And They're trying to discredit you. It's not that you said anything bad. They want ever, all the boomers who are watching, all 10 of them, to think that you're a bad person. <laughs> it's, it's weird because that, that boomer demographic is, it's, it's, we, we have tons of people who are in that age bracket who watch the show and who comment on all the time. But the people who do watch that stuff, they're aging out of voting and being involved in politics. I don't understand why they're chasing after the demographic that's retiring and, and handing off the world to the younger generation. It's well, all they have left. It's the last ones plugged into their matrix of lies, and they're struggling. Maybe if we can just convince these 10 people that they'll tell their kids But also watch. it's because they're not handing it off to the younger generation. They're hanging on to it. They're holding on to the power as as, as tight as they can that's for true. as long as they can. Well, I mean, if you look at I mean, these are my, this is my parents' generation and they still call us all kids you know they don't they don't act like we're capable human beings and maybe we're not but they <laughs> but we certainly are more than their geriatric selves are going to be and the only reason they call you fringe is because they want to separate you from the mainstream they want you to be fringe so they try and they try and manifest that you are even though you aren't you have been we, othered we have uh, uh yeah it's an othering process yeah. we, we had a uh, Times square billboard for two months i mean that's mm -hmm. that's mainstream that's fringe you know? before the show we were <laughs> sure. talking about the reconciliation if it's even possible to reconcile going forward and like if you think that things feel fractured, you know, culturally, and it's like before we were all being lied to by ABC, NBC, CBS, they were deciding what the narrative was. Everyone had a unified, whether it was a lie or not, vision. Now it's fractured. And, uh, I don't know that they're, they're attempting to, to force the narrative. It, well, my favorite thing about this is the people who are tweeting at me and they're like, you better get your affairs in order, Tim. What? Like, oh, it's it's coming. I'm like, bro, you sound just like the QAnon people who are like, it's going to happen. They're going to arrest everybody. No, Move those goalposts. Just keep moving them. Q is right. Yeah, I'm like. 80 years. <laughs> dude, it's a clip of me reading a Fox News article. 
There was but it's yes. a whole the Nothing whole the whole it. January sixth thing is like an attempt to to hold on to the bull this charge this yes. flipping like America's changed it's a different place than it was fifty years ago or forty years ago there's the internet and individual liberty of like individual journalism is taken off now it's another realm but they want to like really like smash it out and just keep it. Because they think that it's going to go haywire and it will fall apart if they don't, which they might be something to that. I love that they're doing this because it was 2020. It was the riots that woke me up from my former stoner slumber where I was like, wait a minute. Lighting things on fire and smashing everything is not cool, man. And I started getting mad and everyone's like, well, clearly you're racist. I'm like, I'm racist because I don't want to watch people like – be anarchists in the street, not even the cool ones. You're like, I watched a video of two white women vandalizing a black neighborhood. Yeah. I'm like, no, you're racist. Right? The black women were pleading with the white yes. antifa to stop. It's like, yeah. no, don't care. We saw video okay. of that over and over again yeah. that kept happening. I think a lot those- of people are waking up because of this um, bull poopy. Bull poopy. <laughs> yeah. I, I actually, uh, I was talking to a couple people and there are some people who are intently watching uh, uh, the January 6th hearings who don't like Trump but are like post-liberal, disaffected liberal types. They don't like Trump. They don't want to vote for him, but they hate the establishment. And what I'm – they're saying like, okay, that was it. Like when I saw you on there, I was like, what? Mm-hmm. So, th- so there were people who want to believe that Trump is really bad but who know the show, who have watched it and actually pay attention and they're like, I'm out. I've seen leftists on Twitter – Putting like ha 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 laughing, being like they included Tim Pool. This is such insane BS. It is insane BS. And Jamie Raskin has this mm-hmm. to hold on to. He really needs this to succeed. He had a very difficult time in the past couple of years. Um, his son, I believe, killed himself horribly. Mm, yeah. And after that, I, I feel like Jamie Raskin is just totally off the rails. He needs this to succeed because I, I, I don't know how you face that kind I, of I, tragedy. Well, I don't know. Dude, How's but, Raskin involved? He's on the committee. He's the one who played the clips. Yeah. A bunch of people have told me that I should sue for defamation because the insinuation is that these are people encouraging or inciting. That's not what Raskin said. Raskin said promoting wild protest. Promoting is an opinion, nebulous term that doesn't mean anything. Yeah, I've been through this before. These people are smarmy and they know the words they use and they use them on purpose. So there was one outlet that claimed Tim Pool pushed a conspiracy theory. And do you know what it really was? It was me debunking it. Mm-hmm. But by doing a story on it at all, it was pushing that story out to people. So I reached out to a lawyer and they were like, oh, but you did push it. I mean, that's an opinion statement, not a fact statement. And I was like, are you kidding? And they were like, the fact that you told the story to people, whether you were in favor of it or not, is still pushing. You will lose in court. Essentially, it's everything's turned into TMZ, Us Weekly, and In Touch. This is what celebrities used to have to go through with just gossip and bullcrap. And now gossip and bullcrap is our news. And people watch it and they believe it. Like what? Looking at the National Enquirer, like Elvis had babies with aliens. It's it's seriously that stupid. I, I A friend messaged me talking about something about like the podcast and how they like don't really get celebrity news that much anymore and i was like politics is pop culture it is it that, is so yeah. we we like it's like team sports doesn't even matter anymore team sports is just red and blue democrat republican and so the issue is because of that mentality i was talking to this journalist earlier on twitter about the january 6th committee and how it's all lies and this is a person who's like a normie journalist who is kind of like well you know maybe so I went into ground.news and I encourage everyone to do this. Go to the blind spotter and take any blue check journalist you can find. 
This is a great project for all of you who want to help create the database. Load in any blue check journalist from NBC, from uh, the New York Times, from CNN, from MSNBC, and all of them invariably show like an 80 to 90% left-wing bias. Mm-hmm. That they only that consume news from left-wing sources. So I started just sending, I'm like, take, take a look at this, take a look at this, sending these people. And they're like, whoa, like these are NBC reporters mm-hmm. and they only consume leftist sources. And then I'm like, and here's Ben Shapiro, 50-50. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Cards issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Yeah, I mean, when I when I edit in the morning, when I'm like looking for stories that we want to run, I listen to NPR, I read the Washington Post, I read the New York Times, I read Fox, I read Politico, Axios, Daily Wire. I look at literally everything that's out there. And then I try and figure out like what I think is interesting to talk about that day. But I mean, I start the day with, you know, Jack Posobiec's podcast and NPR and, Mm -hmm. you know, the New York Times, the daily. Like this is what I listen to every morning. You're biased. Yeah. I'm, 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 oh my gosh, look at what? that. I wasn't even oh on there because I deactivated my Twitter. <laughs> that's great. That wow, I've that. never seen that before. I've yeah, never that's... seen that either. That's mostly because look who I hang out with. I Post hang out with Jack. Yeah. All the time. You're a far right extremist. <laughs> oh, I can't no. believe I'm sitting next <laughs> to you. I don't, I don't know who wrote this, this software because I don't know who's deciding what's left, right, They're and not center. Convinced. There's uh, uh it, it's ground news, and I, I also, think they're actually pretty good. Code open. What are they? Informed. Their their account is suspended, but, I, but they're moderates fully. But I, well, these are just your influencers. But I think the reason it's ninety six percent right is because you probably just post post millennial all the time. Oh, I do post post millennial all the okay. time. Okay, so right. Yeah. If you get rid of the post millennial thing, I wonder what the number would be if you could filter it. That'd be cool. I pretty much just post post millennial. Yeah. Sometimes I make little comments. Is New York Post left or right now? They're Center I don't know. right. They're sort of in the middle because they used to be far left. Everything's the right now. The Post You're was far the left. Right. The left was like an excessive liberal mag back in the nineties. The New York Post. Yeah, the Post. It was like it was almost like the the National Enquirer. Interesting. Oh yeah. They're kind of a. a I tabloid. remember they were tabloidy. Yeah. yeah. MSNBC was. Uh, they had Tucker Carlson. That's and I, right. I, I've told people this and they don't believe me. And I'm like, you don't realize what life was like in the. In he the had olden an days. interesting conversation recently with uh with a the former BuzzFeed guy, uh, Semaphore. There's this new Oh yeah, Ben Smith. Yeah, Ben Smith. And Ben Smith was trying to make him out to be a racist and Tucker Carlson was like, I'm a hundred percent mad at white overeducated liberals. That's who I'm pissed about, yeah. pissed at, you know? But I think it's interesting too, the thing about where politics has taken over culture, because at a certain point all of the creators and the artists started saying that you had to be activist in your art and they were all leftist. So everything you saw on TV started being like, you know, 
far left political bias messaging on purpose. It's exhausting. It's exhausting. Aren't and it you makes tired? bad art. It makes really crappy viewing. I have no TV. I barely partake in anything in society anymore. It's not fun. Nothing's fun. There's always the message yeah. and everything you're watching. And you're like, are you serious? Like, ugh, I don't know, I've injecting girl it, power. It, admittedly this. buried in video games <laughs> for the for last, you. like, I, maybe, but I cannot take What are you playing? I've been playing Warcraft every day all Cog day. Mind. Okay. Warcraft, uh, like World of Warcraft or yes, Warcraft 3? Yes, sir. Yeah, That's... the ultimate escapism. I, it's like because I cannot watch m- movies are stupid. I can't take dumb <laughs> acting. I can't take <laughs> politics. There's this like political – like it's not that I don't like p- politics in general. I don't like partisan crap where I'm getting fed a narrative to, to push some agenda. I can't – it doesn't interest me. It doesn't entertain me. So I'm but, buried in, in like escapism. It's But this is, this, this is what happens. You, you, you're right. You know, at some point, the activists were like, everything is political, so everything needs to be. Mm-hmm. And it was the left doing that. Mm-hmm. And this is a, this was combined with the, the advent of these microblogs that focus specifically on one issue. So if you were a gaming website, this, this is why I think Gamergate was like mm-hmm. the first big culture war battle. If you're a gaming website, how often can you really write an article? Uh, a new video game comes out. So you do all the walkthroughs. You give all your thoughts on the new game designs. You do a couple reviews. Now what? You gotta wait Streamers. for Yeah, they now, should be doing gameplay now, footage. They say, ah, b- 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 the game's racist. Oh, my God. Oh, the video game's racist. Let's talk oh. about that. Oh. Bill Gates bought Warcraft, and I had to sign a social contract, like some woke thing to play. What? Wow. Yeah, they're like, you can't tell people their naughty names when they're not doing what they're supposed to do in a raid. And I'm like, what? Like, I can't be... Like on, I guess it's Discord now. I'm so old. I almost said Ventrilo and be like, <laughs> dude, yeah. I'm like, what? You can't yell at people and call them names. I'm like, that's like what World of Warcraft is all about. <laughs> they they ruined it. But so what happens is the, the the response to these these woke lunatics was the anti woke people challenging it, but they were reactive. These are the people trying to escape Ian. And the reason why the culture war started is because people who were just like, dude, I don't want politics. I'm just trying to get away from work and the, and the news. I just want to fight some goblins. And all of a sudden the goblins are telling me I'm being racist for fighting the goblins. Why is this happening? And then they found out that there were certain prominent feminists who were going to video game companies and telling you, you had to do this. And then this whole thing has just snowballed and it's continued to the point where now we have ESG. I saw a video. I'll see if I can pull it up and, and explain it later. But this guy was saying that if you, if you affect the children and you make them, you sexually compromise children, that they lose their will. And then it, as adults, they're unable to combat anything. Well, they have no boundaries. Yeah, well, so you can introduce almost anything to an abused child. Like that's why everyone's anti-grooming right, right. now. And that happens though. I mean, you, it's interesting. Some of the early drag queen story hour videos that I saw of like, you know, parents bringing their kids, the kids would, there were a couple of videos where I saw the kids would like be pushed toward the drag queen, which is basically like a man in garish makeup and a dress and a beard. It's sort of like con- confusing for a kid. The kid would be pushed towards it, the person, and then, you know, would try and turn away and the parents would push the kid back. You know, like it's like Santa. break down your did you break down your bar- barrier. You see the video of the old man in tidy whities twerking to the little girl, that, and that was then really the disturbing. woman walks up and waves to him and tells the little girl, and the little girl waves to him. Yeah, in it looks like he pooped in them too. Like Ew. he was oh. such right. a wreck. I, I want to, uh, I want, so I want that clip. I want to try and get. Um, I'm gonna, I want to pitch it out to all the big uh, uh, advertising billboards. 
And I was like, hey, would you guys be, be okay putting like a pride event video clip up? I'm going to say yes, but <laughs> here's the clip. The problem is I don't own it. Mm. And so apparently the person who owns it is very pro what they filmed. Uh, so we need video footage of that that's not – that like we could buy or license or claim or something. The video is by this guy named Jocko Bouyens. It's first time I've ever saw him as a PragerU video on Instagram. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. The original video mm. the original video the tw- was, was the- someone at Pride celebrating Pride. Oh, I'm sorry. I was referencing the guy talking about sexually compromising children. Oh, oh Destroying sorry, their sorry. will live yeah, okay. yeah. and Jocko's willingness awesome. to fight. Yeah. And willingness to support the free speech, willingness to be even interested. They're just incapable of, of understanding the rights of others when, you, when you're broken mentally. I mean, especially sexually broken. I didn't, it didn't happen to me. So I don't personally see it, but I see it in others where it happened to them. And it's very difficult to, to continue and to like know what your boundaries are. I, yeah, I mean, I have friends where this, this is their background and they have an extremely difficult time with relationships, with understanding what it's okay to do to them right. or not. You know, I'll just throw out it's there. It's very disturbing and it's hard for them to, to go through life with that. I've had over 20 years of therapy. I was molested when I was a kid and I married a guy that was over 25 years older than me. It has a profound effect on kids and he happened to be the same age as the dude that, you know, so think it does stuff to you, dude. And of course, when you're young, you're like, no, it didn't. I'm fine. And then you're sitting on the couch like, I'm not okay. <laughs> oh, I'm totally okay now. Like, you know, I yeah. don't want that to happen to people, you know? Yeah, but it does. Yeah. And then everyone celebrates it on Twitter. Look at this. Look well, at what they're doing yep. to these kids. This is great. Yeah. It's acceptance. Well, I think what we're seeing with the internet and with the start of the culture war is it's like a sorting algorithm. The people of, of weak mental fortitude, of weak will, are just shuffling along whichever direction and they're being shuffled off the cliff. Yeah. And then the people of strong, of strong will and mental fortitude are resistant and saying no. And that's probably why it's apolitical, why there are liberal people who are now hanging out with conservatives and voting for Donald Trump. And being called like, French. And being yeah, called French. Sure. Yeah. 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 That's Even the world it's like I Most want. people agree with these, these opinions. But if you're in the cult and you're of weak will, then you're going to see someone on the TV say mean things and just say, that's a fact, period, no matter what. You know, it's been my experience. Like, I have friends, family that voted for Biden, and I never say a word to them. I don't, like, reprimand them or tell them they're stupid. Or But the second someone finds out I voted for Trump, here it comes. And I'm like, well, Biden's just as horrible, like, to me. And I'm not, like, being a butthole to you. What Like, what is wrong with humanity anymore? They can't just be cool with each other. If uh, uh, look, there are some sane people on the left, but it's the it's the exception, not the rule, and that's because. Uh, uh, so I was I was actually uh, talking with some other prominent uh, uh, personality this morning about strategy and stuff, and and they were asking me about you know left and right, and I said, look, man, we talk about this on the show. Uh, the right, if you look on Blind Spotter, typically are people who have balanced views. The left is echo chamber biased cult. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. They claim the right is the cult. But then you look at Ben Shapiro and it's like left and right wing, you know, on his blind spot or whatever. He consumes news from all sources. He is not in an echo chamber. He is not blind to the facts. Like you were mentioning, you listen to NPR and do mm-hmm. all these things. These journalists at NBC, exclusively left wing sources, not a single right wing source. And then they post insane things on Twitter, totally devoid of facts. And they believe Jussie Smollett. Right. Dude. You know, I got flamed on when that story first came out. We're both from... Chicago land. I read that story and I'm like, no one goes and walks outside in that weather. No way. The gangbangers are inside smoking <laughs> there. And it was by, it was by NBC and the clock. Never. There's like no humans there. Never. Like even when you're drunk, you're not like, bro, oh, negative 40 polar Who vortex. Go Let's go to subway. <laughs> Said no one in Chi town, let alone this is MAGA country. That is not MAGA country. <laughs> I, and then I said it and everyone's like, you're you're racist. I'm like, what? How am I racist? Like, I I from there, I know this. And Clowns. then I came out. I'm like, not a single person said they were sorry. But man, did I get exactly. executed for they, that one? <laughs> all of these stories. This is what I like to bring up. You know, we, we can go through the list of every story that was fake. They believe it every single time. Well, and then they then they claim to be arbiters of misinformation, disinformation, and truth. Yep. While they're the ones who have been pushing That's this stuff out there. Like there was a, a whole political story, a political ran a story, and then everybody else picked it up saying that Clarence Thomas made these um, claims about COVID, COVID vaccines. Oh, yeah. And he didn't. Oh, yeah. He's, he, he didn't at all. In his dissent of not taking this case, I think he wanted to take the case. I might be wrong about that. But he was talking about how what the people who were bringing the suit said he, he said what they said else. he was yeah. quoting them mm-hmm. and everyone was like clarence thomas is making fake news you know fake uh and even when assumptions they about at, at first they said clarence thomas posts false claim x then when they realized they that it was it. him quoting the, the 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 plaintiffs i believe mm-hmm. he they then change it to Cl- clarence thomas pushes claim mm-hmm. of x and it's like uh, he had to cite their claim in his dissent. Right. Like, could he have just not put what they were arguing? He needed to, right. ar- like, it's just, it's, this it's happened, fake. Uh, this happened all through universities in the past few years as well. Like a professor would use a word in order to discuss the word. Uh, usually it would be like the N word, for example. A professor would use, say the word in order to discuss the word and then would have a whole bunch of backlash because they were it was believed that they had used the word but you have to be able to say a word in order to discuss it although as regards the the pride footage you were talking about we actually had a ton of that footage that was taken by um beth beish in toronto and oh, okay. also in um katie davis court in seattle that, we have a ton of stuff that video specifically the one of the old man twerking for a little girl it is, was so gross. we have like all these naked people doing stuff but, in front of kids oh, in front of kids in toronto so, and seattle the issue yeah. the issue with that one is you get a naked person and you go to an advertiser, they'll say, look, it doesn't matter. Nudity is not allowed. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Well, but a guy's underwear. Bikini models are allowed. Absolutely. So what, what this, this video is particularly interesting that shows this old man twerking in front of a little girl because one, it's in public. So it is not considered to be out of the bounds of what is publicly acceptable. The man is fully clothed. He's wearing tidy whities You can't tell me that 
he's doing anything illegal or if they say that's not allowed, I'll be like, why? You have women in bikinis, you have men in Speedos, but this guy's not allowed because they know it would be bad, bad, bad if they actually did it. Imagine Times Square on The Beast, mm-hmm. a 70 foot screen, the biggest. You just have that video. Everybody would, would, would vote Republican in two seconds if they watched that. What news, happened like, to our society? Supporters. Like 10 years ago, if some old dude twerked in front of your kid, that dude would not be alive. Like that would not be acceptable for people to like parade and twerk and shimmy in front of kids. And now everyone's like, bring the kids on down for right? the shimmy fest. Well, and that came out, that was in the, the Washington Post a couple of years ago, yeah. ran an article about why kink is good to expose kids it's to. It's disgusting. Like this, this in, is, look, yeah. we're seeing hi- geographic hyperpolarization. People in the cities who oppose that stuff are leaving the cities and the people who like it or are weak willed are just sitting there saying like, yeah, whatever, I don't care. So we're watching these videos and going, how could this be happening? It's because everybody of sound mind is leaving these areas. They're going to Texas and they're going to Florida in droves. We're well, watching. for good reason. And the outer it's suburbs. Nice there. Yeah. And we went to West Virginia. Mm-hmm. All my gay friends are like, we don't do the don't pride anything. Yeah. Like they're like, we used to on the weekend, like 10 years ago. Hey, we had a little weekend. They're like, it has just turned into debauchery. And, you know, like I can be gay without a community of people like, good job. I'm like, that's funny. <laughs> Oh man, these this, poor this, babies. This is why I say stuff like, uh, like Civil War. Because people don't understand the world views are so incredibly divergent that you, 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 people, like people can't live together anymore. So from what I've seen in my own eyes, the, the, I went to Northern Ireland, I went to Belfast. I didn't see the troubles, I was too young. But you look at, I mentioned often the peace wall that separated, you know, the, the groups that were fighting to try and stop the violence. On one side, there's a monument painting celebrating people who murdered a bunch of other people who are like at a restaurant. Like some people are chilling at a restaurant, some dudes show up and just gun them down. And the other side's like, yeah, you did it. That's deep tribalism. When one side of the wall says we are the true sons of Israel and the other side says we stand with Palestine, I'm like, what does that have to do with the like UK, the Irish Republic, Protestantism, you know, Catholicism Cleveland or whatever? Browns. It is just an Oilers. tribal. So when you have people, they don't care what the truth is. They care that their enemies burn. And when you're in a cult, this is why I think that the biggest threat is the establishment left and many leftists. They don't care for the truth. They don't seek out the truth. They believe lies. They don't care that they believe lies. They just want pain for their also enemies. organized religion, man. It's all this is they're trying to organize a religion around this stuff. And any time you're willing to believe something without proof is insanity. It's dangerous. And if you become zealous in your beliefs, then you become a danger. You know what? I'll give you this. The Vatican is corrupt beyond anything in the world. I was born and raised Catholic. I do believe in God. But you do hit some points with organized religion. Corrupt people take over anything they can where they can manipulate the sheep, take all their money and buy themselves helicopters. I think the Vatican's been doing that for a really long time. Now it's um, Davos group affiliated individuals mm-hmm. that the, the mentality of these people is that uh, I, I will tell you this. I have wined and dined with some of these people. I've been on rooftop parties and their attitude is, look, someone's got to work at McDonald's. And that doesn't mean that. Some people, you know, they're just not smart enough. No, no, no. What they're saying is we don't care if you're smart. We don't care if you're stupid. We need someone to make our burgers. So whether you're right for it or not, we will make it you. Keeping people down, putting themselves in positions of power, because these are people who don't care about meritocracy. As exemplified by everything in the culture war, it's about protecting themselves and their core group and their assets, regardless of what is beneficial to humanity, 
regardless of what is true. Last night I was thinking about drone delivery and like, okay, biggest problem with government. What if there was a revolution and we had to reform a new government? Then we'd have to be, if we were the ones in charge, we'd have to figure out where the resources are going and make sure everyone has enough. And all of a sudden you realize we don't have enough resources. We don't Wait, have the drone delivery, like the, the, you will own nothing and be happy and no, you'll get everything through drones. Like if you order something <laughs> from amazon.com or a website and you live in like sub-Saharan Africa, a drone will get thrown through the stratosphere and orbitally drop off your goods and then go back. Through. Imagine those going to red states. People would be blowing them out of the sky. Well, they, do. Yeah. They, they do get shot. They do get shot. So that gives me <laughs> it gives me a little down. bit of a it's glimmer a of hope. FAA violation. It's like a FAA crime. Right? Maybe what is it, shooting them shooting down. Drones. Yeah, yeah, they're aircraft. Maybe we could organize society. Maybe it could be fixed or, or or resolved. But then the other part of me is just like, dude, it just feels like we're on an avalanche headed towards World Economic Forum takeover, where we're all like, or not all of us, but the useless class, which is what you've all know. Harari calls these people that. Or just sitting around playing video games, collecting unemployment, whatever. Hey, no. Yeah, I've, I've been there. I know, I understand it. I, I was part of that. Um, that they just are going to sit in the metaverse on psychedelics that are pharmaceutically administered, be getting government support, and and maybe they're harvesting their body. Heat. No, not having kids. Of so course, the they'll idea, just be there until they're this dead. This is. Uh, are you, have you played Fallout One? Or they'll use their their no, reproductive organs. They Fallout. might surrogacy and stuff like so that. So, have you played Fallout One? Yes. I so uh, there's the, the big game that was like groundbreaking was Fallout Three, and it's a it's a Fallout series is about a post apocalyptic post nuclear war, and uh, um, I think it's part one. Spoiler alert for the thirty or whatever year old game, uh, or older. It's like a Doom spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, right. So the the main villain is this. Uh, There's a thing called the forced evolutionary virus. That the idea was, if nuclear war happened, they would give people this virus to genetically modify them so they could survive nuclear war. It turned them into super mutants who were androgynous and unable to have children. So uh, you come out of the vault, and then like some humans survived, and the main villain at the end says your genetics can't be allowed to continue but i won't kill you if you if you if if you'd like i can sterilize you and let you let you live your life and that's like one of the endings so what i think we may be seeing you know look you can't you can't look at someone like bill gates who goes on a, a, on stage at like a ted event and says we need to reduce population and think He's not trying to reduce population. He is. Yeah, he is trying to. We need to. to reduce population. Now, trust me to feed you and give you drugs. Yes, Bill Gates. But outside <laughs> I, of like people being concerned about drugs or whatever, do you, so when he, what he was talking about is like, if we improve, improve technology, improve healthcare, we're going to see people have less and less kids because technological advance, advancements correlate with people having smaller and smaller families. I'm not going to get into the crazier conspiracies about what he may be doing with farmlands or anything like that because he's buying a lot of farmland. But I'll just say this. Do you think he doesn't consider uh, um, sex ed and like uh, safe se- like pro- prophylactics and stuff as part of that campaign? Of course he does. Of course he's thinking like, how can I get people to not have they kids? They did that in Africa at the Gates Foundation. So, right. Of, of, right. And, yeah. and, and so uh, obviously a lot of people are like, well, well, that's okay, right? Okay. What about when you get in the territory of supporting organizations that advocate for, say, like sterilizing children? Saying like you should give them puberty blockers, which do, has a high chance of or a decent chance of, you know, uh, inhibiting their ability to reproduce once they get older. Or their desire. And, and they well. lie to these families and kids and say, yeah. oh, it's reversible. Totally reversible. Let me let me let me pull up this story from TimCast.com. Law professor says Senator Hawley's question about pregnancy opens trans people to violence during Senate du- Judiciary Committee hearing. I watched this video and I said I, I, saw, I saw two things. I saw the right wing sharing the C-SPAN video saying, can you believe this? I saw the left wing sharing the same video saying, can you believe this? 
the left overtly supporting this woman and the right overtly supporting Holly. Let me see if I can pl- I can play this. Uh, Professor Bridges, we go. you said several times, you've used a phrase, I want to make sure I understand what you mean by it. You've referred to people with a capacity for pregnancy. <laughs> Would that be uh, women? Many women, cis women, have the capacity for pregnancy. Many cis women do not have the capacity for pregnancy. Um, there are also trans men who are capable of pregnancy, as well as non-binary people who are capable of pregnancy. So this isn't really a women's rights issue. It's a, it's, we can it's recognize a that this impacts women while also recognizing that it impacts other groups. Those things are not mutually exclusive, Senator Hawley. Oh, so your view is... I, I got to pause right there. Because it's this thing they do on the left, like AOC's done this, mm-hmm. where they do this trail off. Senator Hawley, like AOC did that with the refugees thing. Legal asylees are not refugees. It's like, dude, okay, man, come this on, make your point. You know, this, this right then is about what? So I want to pause right here and just say this. <laughs> They're talking about women's rights. They're talking about pregnancy. Holly asks a straightforward question. What do you mean by people who can get pregnant? And she says a bunch of people. And he says, okay, so it's not a women's rights issue, which is a legitimate and fair question. Yes, it is. It's a pregnant people issue. And the woman still gives him the business. Yeah. This also happened. Uh, Ilhan Omar was talking about pregnant persons. Um, you had Javier Becerra with uh, HHS talking about birthing people. You had Cori Bush discussing an extremely difficult birth that she had with her children, uh, talking about how she was a birthing person, talking about black birthing bodies, things like bodies? that. The, it's yeah, like bodies? It's so inhuman It's so inhuman sounding. Yeah. And I think that it actually, um, it helps to drive people away from this argument because they look at it and they're like, no, you mean women. And everyone's like, no, we mean something sort of amorphous. Or as Macy Gray said, it's a it's vibe. A vibe. Yeah. It's a vibe. I hate to say that's what yeah. she said. That's yeah, she, she said, said it was a title. Yeah, that you earned. Yeah, yeah she she yeah. walked back her comments that women were you know adult human females yeah. and instead decided to say that being Still a loser. woman is a vibe. They're yeah. talking so about total food trash. shortages. I say we need them. Do you think any of this would exist if everyone was hungry? Do you think someone would yell at me about me misgendering them if I had a loaf of bread and they did not and was offering some? None of that would exist. Well, they, they none might. of this would exist. Adrienne, I think they, I think they well, might yell so at you anyway. They well, so then I you ain't getting no honey. And then I wheat. think they would probably steal your, I think they would probably steal your bread. Good <laughs> luck. You know? yeah. There was a, there was actually over the, over the weekend, um, in New York City, a 14-year-old boy oh was gosh. stabbed on the subway on 137th Street. He's a baby. Stabbed to death by a group of girls that were trying to rob him. Whoa. Oh, oh New York. So here's what I was saying the other day. I want to put on skate contests. Obviously, the contests we would put on would adhere to a male-female standard. I, we, I wouldn't do mixed you know, events. And I'm talking to some people like, okay, what if we did an event? And we were like, we'll, we'll, it'll be a normal contest. We'll find a good, a good park. We will pay for the construction of a small skate park. We donate the skate park afterwards to the community. And then, you know, we get sponsored stuff, help cover the costs. We'll have a men's division, a women's division. And I was told uh, a lot of people aren't going to want to come because of the political implications. And I was like, we'll do it. We'll, we'll do a good cash prize. Like, I think it'll be okay. And they're like, no, I don't know. And then I was like, 10 grand. Okay, <laughs> now they'll all yeah. show they'll up. They'll all show up, yeah. So these people who are like posting these Instagram videos saying things like, you know, we gotta, we gotta be, respect the trans women who are competing against biological females because it's all here. And then I'll be like, for 10 grand, would you come and participate in my event? We don't allow that. They would say, you yes. bet. 
We Thank sure you. will. May I have another? Yeah. Because these people don't actually care about principle. They care about money. And the reason why they're supporting these movements is because the corporations and the sponsors are saying, this is what we want if you want to stay on payroll. Well, if I offer up a counter payroll, mm-hmm. they will change their position because, like I said, these are people of weak mental fortitude, of weak will. This well, is what I've been saying for years about um, arts culture in the U.S. So when you're an artist and you're a young person, you want to make money for your art. And so you uh, submit for grants, you submit for prizes and all of these things. And most of the prizes are like, if you, you know, these prizes are open to non-binary, genderqueer, blah, 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 blah. And you have to like go on and on with whatever your identity is. They're open to your identity. They're open to plays about given identities or what have you. And so if you change that, if you start offering uh, prizes and grants for other kinds of values, you will get work that represents those other values. The only reason you're getting so much of this garbage is because that's what's being funded. So yep. artists just do what they're artists do what they're told. I mean, that's the dirty hmm. secret about artists. For the most part, they will do what they're told so long as they get paid to do it. So just pay them to do something else and they'll, they'll take their talent and do whatever you oh, want. That's I'm how sure it works. you have some of what I have, which is all these famous faces that say one thing and then they're like, Psst, hey, I agree. Everything you. you say, Adrian. Yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. And I'm like, you, I cannot lost. say the word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I hate those people. And they're like, I, I hate secret- them so much. I secretly agree with you. I just can't say anything publicly. And you're like, you know what? If everyone would just talk, if everyone just speak up, speak their peace, then none of this would be happening. It would end tomorrow. Yes. Mm-hmm. No one has to Take, be quiet. They, me, they me, do uh, it because they want to be quiet. Yes. <laughs> I want to show you this comic that's been going around. Kate Andrews tweeted this. Uh, Taylor Silverman retweeted it. And it's a woman being burned at the stake. And the guy says, Psst, I completely agree with oh you. Oh, my mm-hmm. gosh. Accurate. Well, well, I can't say it publicly because I need to make that money. I'm like, cool. Can we put that on your tombstone? I was a coward <laughs> and I needed that cash. That's right. Gotta make money. Do you, I don't even, I, I, I have a bunch of like prominent, uh, uh, I shouldn't say a bunch, a handful of like LA celebrities, actors, you know, movies, TV show, musicians. They hit me up and they're like, man, you know, like I, I, I agree with you so much. And I'm like, dude, you've got more followers than me. You could you just say like that. you don't even need to say something like I support Donald Trump. You could just very simply be like, "Whoa, what's this story about? Can anyone explain it to me?" Just to at least make sure your fans know it's happening. And then you're like, "Oh, I don't know. It's just a story from ABC about trans kids. I just was sharing it. I, I, I don't know." The ones that aren't mm-hmm. activists that only like posted the black square because everyone was like pressuring them. The ones that just does that like, you know, I'm obliged to do this one thing or this two thing, but they're not activists. They're all like us. They're just cowards. Mm-hmm. I, wanna, I, wanna, I know the thing about you. the black square too. It's like if you posted the black square, then, um, and you were like a white person, then that was an issue too because you were taking up space. Oh, I got bullied. (laughs) I did it. And like two seconds later, I took it down. I was like, this is stupid. But you got bullied either way. You got bullied for not doing it and bullied for doing it. Oh, I've been on a tour of F you ever since. It's so stupid. (laughs) Yeah, you just got to not care. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, it's funny. um, The the, the Patriots.win, which is the big Trump forum, Mm -hmm. they routinely insult me. They call me a cuck and a bunch of other names because I'm like a fence sitter and I don't give Trump enough support. I don't believe him. You suck. But but it's funny because I I made a video and I said said something like, you want to know how you know the left is a cult? For one, you can look at the journalists and see they only consume left-wing news. But on the quote-unquote far right, whatever they want to call it, Trump supporters will call me a cuck and a bunch of other names, but still be like, if he's got a good guest on, we'll watch. 
and they posted saying like Tim thanks us for calling him a cuck because it proves not a cult. I'm going like, to upvote hey, every single Tim pool insult now on Patreon. Don't <laughs> <That's great. laughs> You don't have to do it go that far. I mean, whatever. Like, I but the, the thing is, like, I don't. I'm not going to cry about Trump supporters being mad at me. I just be like, yeah, they're mad at me. I'm not going to cry about leftists being mad at me. It's but, the internet. Right, exactly. Everyone's but mad at the you. The left now. doesn't doesn't have any and like uh, and this is again when I say the left, I'm speaking generally, not every single person. But they have this; uh, they they can't tolerate any deviation from the hive. It's it's that's outright creepy. I mean, we we've said that ad nauseum at this point, but that's the reality. Well, the interesting thing too is they say that it's all the counterculture, right? Like they push pride and all of these things, and they, they it's all framed out as though it's a countercultural movement, but it actually is the dominant culture, and it demands adherence, just like any dominant culture before it. Well, I, so so here's a meme I saw. I just want to share with you guys, and it's the Skinner meme, and he says, uh, he says maybe I am an NPC. No. Having the same opinions as celebrities and major corporations <laughs> while repeating every media talking point verbatim is what real people do. Maybe I'm the NPC. Yeah. Oh. He almost uh, broke free. He thought about it for a second and said, no, no. When Amazon and Walmart say it, that's edgy. I yeah. think I think that Jordan Peterson would tell you that this is because these people are possessed by ideology. They are not. You lose a good dose of your humanity when you give yourself over to an ideologue position. And you lose like the you very much lose the ability to think independently. And I think that's why we see the ground news where so much of the left is just possessed by only supporting the left wing and the high mind like Tim is talking about. It's 100% ideology. I want to I want to um, I want to go back to the point you brought up a moment ago about bread mm-hmm. and uh, would any of this be happening if people were starving. And I'll say this. Feminism can only exist in a secured society. Yes. Yes. So uh, and this is I was reading evolutionary psychology and evolutionary biology and like the rise of gender roles. And gender roles break down when there is no pressure on genders to pursue these roles. So in the in the early humans were uh, struggling to survive era, the women are the most important thing. Mm-hmm. Every guy but one could die and the society survives. If the women die, you're in serious trouble. So keeping the women safe within the community was important. This eventually turns into women just stay home and men go out and work and do the dangerous jobs. Men go to war. Women run, you know the house and stuff. But once there's no more war, once there's no bears, once there's no direct threat, mm-hmm. th- there's nothing, th- there's there's no danger. So the women are not in danger to leave and go out and start, you know, being a part of society. So this is not me saying that gender roles are good or, or, or uh, prescribing any moral uh, um, positive or negative. I'm saying this is literally what the literature I was reading says. And so the issue then is today we're so fat. We're so happy. Mm. We're so speak for yourself. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean you're I mean, fat. I mean, uh, uh, I'm not even happy. Right. I mean, look, look, look. Our borders used to be secure. They're not now. Our our <laughs> so country clearly. used to be well fed, and this luxury, these good times, made weak men, which resulted in a weak society so and things start turning. breaking. Yeah. Right. So I think you know, to your point, if uh, if people were starving. If there was a conflict, maybe what we're starting to see happening right now, they're saying there's going to be a food shortage come fall. The harvest is going to be really bad. They're telling farmers to stop farming, which is the craziest thing. And now they're riding over it and shooting at farmers. Right. That is nuts. People are going to be starving. And maybe it is like some kind of inevitability. When a society gets woke, it goes broke. And a broke society has no food, which then struggles and is forced to get rid of the woke. Unless you're a prepper and a traditional woman. 
who married a traditional man (laughs) who's the man of the house. I am protected and I will be fed and you will be. (laughs) Uh, We're good out here. Do you guys think there will be an emperor in America, like that the Republic will fall and an empire will form? Some Something is always, always formed. Always. But I want to say you said morally you didn't want to talk about like traditional relationships. I used to be one of those. I'm a feminist. I want to wear the pants. I was miserable. I was a miserable. I can't say the word. Bad words want to come out of my mouth. I'm trying. <laughs> lady. In I the, was a miserable broad. Yeah. yeah. There you go. <laughs> and now that I've like embraced my role as a woman and I have a man who's a man. So great, I right? feel, dude, I'm baking cakes it's and great. I'm making pizzas I love it. and I'm decorating <laughs> so stuff. <laughs> and I'm so happy, and I like being a chick. And I th- I was more unhappy trying to be a dude. Like, I could do anything a man can do. No, Ugh. I can't. I can't even open a pickle you jar. Do different things. Well, it's great. very different yeah, things. Yeah, it's great. Do you think women... I, I've heard that women have better pain tolerance than oh, men. Oh, yeah. Do you because think we have to have babies. So regarding cooking, you think women are more drawn to being around hot do temperatures my hand? because it doesn't hurt them as much? That's uh, oh, oven bites. Oh, And no. I can probably deal with those better than men. Yeah, those are like almost third degree burns, oh, but geez. they're matching now. Yeah, they're beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I can't be a hand Jewelry. model anymore. <laughs> I did end up with a much different view of womanhood after... Uh, after I got pregnant and after my son was born. How so? It was sure. drastically different. Um, well, for one thing, and I, you guys have heard me say this before, like I'm very, I'm very glad to be a mom. I'm very grateful every day that, you know, I have my son and whatever. Um, but I just, uh, it became a very different, it just became a very different view of womanhood in terms of like prior to that, I was raised by feminists. I was raised by two feminists, a stepmother and a mom. In different houses, but they were both very feminist. And I had this idea that, you know, you have to get your graduate degree before you have kids and you have to like pursue your career and all of this kind of stuff. And that's like the stupid idea, it turns out, because I would have way more kids now <laughs> if I hadn't like so many of my friends are waited, unhappy. You know, like I, yeah, I mean, I had my son when I was 35. Um, if I had started having kids before I went to graduate school, like, Graduate school didn't make me happy. I don't even know if I learned anything, you know, like I furthered the things I already knew, but mm. I didn't need grad school. I certainly didn't need the debt I ended up with. And no, they no, don't the, tell women that 35 and above is geriatric. That's, that's right. called. It's that's so right. rude. Yeah. No, it's not it's even true. rude. No, it's it true. true. It's so we're <laughs> lying to women going, you can have kids later no. and you can endanger yourself and your children right. so you could be selfish while you're young. And it's like our bodies are designed to do that bounce back when we're younger. And as we get older, you know, we get pre- it gets harder and harder. So you watch someone start kids in their twenties and, and then no, in their thirties. Yeah, and a no struggle. lifestyle, no like hedonistic debaucherous lifestyle is worth those lies. No, no. But one. I mean, it's tough to tell someone don't do what I did. Like, hey, I partied hard in my twenties. Don't do that. Oh, you I, be. You okay, don't get to enjoy the, the wild. I totally still could have partied hard in my twenties, which I did. Uh, and still had kids sooner. <laughs> be a Midwest like, parent. You I could have been the garage even and if I had been 30, yeah. Yeah. right? Yeah. Like still. Cause yeah, I did all kinds of crazy stuff in my twenties and I don't regret it, but I could have started having kids sooner. This is, uh, uh, one of the, uh, one of the greatest things in terms of reducing population. Tell women to be men. Tell them to go work. And be and, miserable. But yeah. you, but the, but the, the idea is miserable. like, mm-hmm. they say you can have it all. 
You can have a family and be the CEO, and that's just not true. It's not even easy for a dude to do all of these things. Very few people are CEOs, for, of, of, I should say, of Fortune 500, of big, successful companies. Right. It is, it is hard to balance everything. And what we're seeing now is for, for, for guys who are trying to have families while, while their wives are working and they have kids, even they're struggling, like, which parent is going to watch the kids? Oh, the kid's got to go to a, a public school as daycare, basically. So – when it was women were raising the kid, it was easier for the guy to succeed. When both are trying to succeed in the exact same space, neither. There's an old, uh, I think it's an old Japanese saying, a person who tries to catch two rabbits will catch neither. Something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. That's basically what we're seeing. That's a good so one. look, I, you, it could be the dad who wants to stay home, fine, whatever. It could be the women who want to stay home with the kids, but someone needs to be in charge of family. Yeah, yes. that's definitely true. And women are better at it. I'm that's sorry. Right. And that's why they I, I would try th- to erase us now. And you they're know, like, you, you don't exist. You know why true. I think women are better at it? Because women actually produce food for their babies. Yep. Yeah. So like, could you imagine yeah. if like the, the a mother gave birth to like twins and then within a few months, like I'm going back to work. It's like, just give the baby's formula, I guess. It's like, okay, well, you know, breastfeeding is an option. That what makes formula? There is none. Right now, especially. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not saying, like, I know certain circumstances, like, um, wet nurses were a thing. Right. I'm that just was saying. a thing for a very long time. Yeah. Women have the natural ability to feed their kids, not all of them, but more, more so than men do. Therefore, there, there's advantages for women being in charge of the family. There's this interesting thing that I was, I was actually talking to my son about recently. Um, there's surrogacy, right? There's all of these things where he was talking to me about how there's going to be a, uh, Pods. There's going to be like pods where children are gestated in pods. And I was like, so this would be the manufacture of motherless children. Like, what do you think about that? And we were talking about it. And I was like, you know, I think it makes a lot of sense the way that we have it now where a child is connected to their mother as soon as they're born because they've been connected this whole time. And being pregnant gives you... um gives you sort of like a feeling of protection of the child as soon so as it's born. Hormones. Yeah. You know, you feel there is more of a connection. And I I think probably we will end up in a place where we have children gestated in, you know, sex robot style pods, you know, <laughs> these kinds of things. I'm I'm sure that we're heading in that direction. Um I hope I'm dead by that. Right? Right? But I think that I think that we lose our humanity. And I think a lot of this is an anti humanist movement. It's like we hate ourselves so much we hate everything that we came from that what we want that? to destroy it and we want to destroy our connection to one another lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once actually do i have to say yes you do in the car before my kids pta meeting really yes excuse me what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky i never win and tell well there you have it you can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com play for free right now are you feeling lucky no purchase necessary void prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details with lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What was Alex Jones saying? That they want to, that the elites want to ascend? Like they want to upload their consciousness and like be immortal. This or is whatever. transhumanism. Yeah. I talked to Zoltan Istvan about this a couple of years ago, and that's, you know, that's a. I lost the interview somewhere, but um, oh. I know instead of running it, it's somewhere. 
It's in, it. literally <laughs> somewhere. It. I can't <laughs> mathematically calculate anything other than transhumanist future because, like, you look at the Neanderthals and they were vicious. They would steal human children and eat them. When mm-hmm. the when the they would eat children. Yeah, they would. They Whoa. were like they tomcats. Were, right? So humans like hunted tomcats. them to extinction. Essentially, this is one theory uh, uh, that I've been listening to lately. But like. We evolve and become semi-autonomous robots that don't need to consume food anymore. Humans are a severe danger to our species because they eat and destroy their surroundings. So we need to wipe them out. Like that's the, that's I don't see any other path for well, our unless, species. Unless unless we have total destruction, right? Unless we unless we have a total collapse of society, and then all of this stuff disappears. And we're the back strong to, survive. Yeah, right? yeah. The assuming strong survive. That, assuming there's an evolution. Right. And then we're in a situation where we don't have pods because we don't even have the resources to build these pods. Well, they've tried with like uh, plastic surgery to retain youth. It didn't work. Everyone morphs into the same right. face. Look at Instagram. And then they're, they're trying with the fountain of youth. I think in Sweden, they're funding all that research to try to extend life. That's not working. So n- now what is the upload? Neuralink. Elon Musk. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. trust you. Imagine, yeah. imagine it this Neuralink, way. Neuralink, yeah. This this is what's happening right now, whether intentional or otherwise. Imagine there is like a giant mountain and the water is just rising every hour by one foot. The strongest people climb to the top of the mountain with no problem, but most people can't even get up the base and the water just floods up. The weaker people get engulfed by it, get wiped out, and the stronger people narrowly survive. Then the water recedes. Everyone comes back down and goes about their life. What's happening now with the reporting on Ukraine and the famines and the war and all that is that it's going to be countries in in sub-Saharan Africa. It's going to be parts of Turkey. It's going to be uh, Lebanon, countries in the Middle East that will have no food because they import their food from Ukraine and Russia. So outside of the United States, it's going to be cataclysmic. For us, with the loss of access to their resources, to many of these countries' resources and the labor they produce for us, it'll get fairly bad. So there will be – it's it's – I guess you can call it whatever your idea is. There is a culling that is about to occur. I don't know if it's going to be like mass death or anything like that. But they they said during COVID, 250 million people would starve due to the shutdown of the economy. Mm-hmm. Something like that is is going to happen. Did that happen? That didn't happen. I think I think mass yet. starvation happened during COVID. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if they all died, but I'm pretty sure you want to look that there up. There was some hungriness, yeah, right? Yeah, that was, I look at Sri Lanka. Thing. Yeah, what a, that's wild what's happening yeah, let's, in Sri Lanka. Didn't see, they what you were just too? saying, I feel like that's how humanity always was. We were always calling out the weak and the weirdos so we didn't have to deal with this like first world coddling of everyone where we're all surviving and I hate saying it. I don't want to see anyone get hurt, but maybe that's why we're where we're at. Is this science. Is, yeah, it's no longer the strongest. Now it's the most adaptable. What's well, always really been the most adaptable. You just used to need strength to adapt. Now you need money. And it's yes. the rich so, kids that are born into it that can afford a helicopter to get up above the flood. It, it, nice. it could be. It could be that a natural consequence just in evolution is that wokeness and hive mind like necrosis it, it emerges when a society, society becomes too gluttonous. It may just be an emergent phenomenon that because everybody is well fed. And what, what, what's this? So I found some articles about starvation and they're a little unsettling. So in Haiti, a bunch of inmates starve to death, but that could be just a prison thing. The UN is saying that 345 million people are marching to the brink of starvation. Okay. However much you want to trust the but UN. But we saved grandma. Really... Who cares? Well, yeah, we but we didn't you're not really even... save grandma. Exactly. We didn't. <laughs> grandma we're not died even allowed to say home. that anymore. <laughs> yeah. And you're not even allowed to say that anymore. You're not allowed to say that we should have protected the people who needed protection the most because that's, there's a name for it. It's like some kind of theory that you're not supposed to do. Anyway, lots of people are headed 
towards starvation. Putin was prepared to starve parts of mm. the developing world, according to a Yale historian a month ago. So I forgot what I was talking about. Was it coming up? Starvation. Sub-Saharan Africa. <laughs> no, that was before Ukraine. I started talking about something. Okay. Sorry, I didn't mean to distract. I was just oh. reading about Sri it. Sri Lanka. Like, is- no. You got a room full of chicks, dude. <laughs> I know. Sorry, we're all scatterbrained. We're going all view over here. Know, right, what you were talking about? I want to talk about like becoming robots because I have no idea. I would definitely talk about becoming robots. I'm fascinated by transhumanism. I will be the first. Maybe not the first. I want to make sure it doesn't kill you. Yeah. He's doing it. Hell no. We need someone on the inside. Oh, wait, wait. I remember. I remember. I remember what I was talking about. I remembered. Oh. Emergent phenomenon. There we go. What I was saying is that some people think it's a conspiracy that powerful elites are like orchestrating this event or whatever, whatever they want to call it, and the changing of the world. I think it's possible, but it's also possible that when a society has no external threats and the weak survive, the weak weigh down the society, causing a collapse. It's very much at yes. like the fourth turning. It's not intentional. Mm. It's possible it's intentional, but it could just be that too many gluttonous, weak people disrupt the system and cause suffering, which results in a natural sort of like culling. The, the, the society gets weighed down. You know, it's like a boat can carry people. But you put too much people on it or someone gets too fat, the boat sinks. Yeah, the boat And then sinks. the people who are fit and strong swim to safety and the people who aren't don't make it. Although, I feel bad, but you're right. Mm-hmm. You're right. Yeah, it's true. Well, make, this is how evolution's always worked. And we, we take offense to it because it kind of hurts our feelings. And I do think that a civilized society should protect the weakest members, like old people and developmentally disabled people. But... If you don't have that level of sophistication anymore, it goes very much back to this primal, I need to survive, survival of the fittest, and it's brutal. Like what percent would you be willing to kneecap your civilization to protect the weakest? 2%, you don't, you don't need 8%? To. That, that, that's kind of the point <laughs> I'm making. That number yeah. changes. So, so look, we know that if deer are left unchecked, they destroy like the the ecosystem they just eat like crazy so when there's deer season it's like a certain amount of deer and like the males are allowed to be killed and things like that we we know culling is important we know about feral hogs people get in helicopters and oh, yeah. gun them down there's too many they're destroying the landscape and they'll they'll cause serious problems if they're not controlled and a lot of this has to do with the decimation of wolf populations and the in the imbalance with the, with predators so we have to fill that role humans don't have natural predators what so so what effectively puts pressure on humans I think ultimately there doesn't need to be any kind of global leader who decides to kill people to cull civilization because weak people eventually just sink the ship and then the stronger people have to suffer suffer because of it. But then ultimately it's just a natural phenomenon. Well, if this is the Titanic, since I'm a traditionalist, <laughs> women right. and children on the boats first. <laughs> See you right. later, dudes. Hey, <laughs> yeah. right. Well, what I, I think what's been happening is that powerful elites in the U.S. have watched the ship hit the iceberg and are stealing the, the fine China. Silverware, yeah. Jumping We're on. Definitely seeing no, that stealing the, the China. You're right. Jumping on, on the lifeboats uh-huh. and being like, it's just a routine test of the lifeboats. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's they're, fine. They're gone. Sit yeah, tight. The, the Biden family is definitely like that. They've they've just got their you know like a, reaching out and stuff and I stuff can't in their be, pockets. Believe the people that defend him. It's kind of crazy, That's right? Insane. Okay, I loved Bill Clinton. I had a autographed book by him, and when I found really? out all the crap about him, my daddy's from Arkansas. He's from Arkansas. Everything there is named after Bill Clinton. So that's <laughs> right. what I was grown up <laughs> with. Have. Yeah. And I looked at that book and I'm like, disgusting. And I threw it away. I gotta I gotta pull <laughs> up this story. Uh, let's talk about the, the oh, collapse of society. Here we go. From Yahoo News, Starbucks is closing 16 stores across Los Angeles, Portland, Seattle, and other cities due to a high frequency of challenging incidents. <laughs> uh, what they mean is employees were being attacked. 
People were doing drugs in the bathroom. And Mm -hmm. let me just say, this is one of the most epic get woke, go brokes. Because four years ago, Starbucks got attacked by a bunch of woke activists and announced, our bathrooms are now open. And everyone said, dude, your bathroom's open to the public. It's going to be a disaster of drug use. This is a problem. And they're nasty. And it's so bad. Last month, Starbucks said, we may have to close our bathrooms. But that would have drawn the ire of the far left activists. So what did they do? Shut the whole store down. We're done. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you go into a Starbucks bathroom in a city, they are disgusting. Their coffee is disgusting. I can't believe people drink it. It hey, tastes hey, like burnt each their own. Yes, but and the Starbucks Nitro the Cold Brew is the best. I've never gotten to that point. I do a French press of my own stuff go. every day, and I don't drink that burnt crap but unless I'm in an airport cracked out like, oh, my God. I'm cold die. brew, though. I haven't so tried good. it. I, if yeah. I try good. it and you've lied to me. It's For great. breakfast, I have a can. Uh, is All I have is a can of – well, I have more, but – so when I wake up, I have a can of nitro cold brew with heavy cream, and it's like a chocolate milkshake almost. Yeah, That's I put why peanut I butter powder. Wait, how many calories is in that? There's like 10 calories in the cold brew, and then I think like 80 in the cream that I put in 50 per it. tablespoon of heavy whipping cream. 50 per tablespoon? Yeah. Okay, so maybe 100. About 100. About that 100. is not worth those calories. I it's like cupcakes. <laughs> if I'm going to eat all that crap, I'm going to uh, have a cupcake. I have lost 30 pounds. With your coffee breakfast? With my, well, I do have eggs. Like, so I'll have okay. coffee and then I That's record. Fair. So after I record my first segment, I usually have like eggs and bacon right. or something. Mm-hmm. But uh, I cut out all the cupcakes and all of that evil. Dispelling a myth, the calories aren't actually in the food. A calorie is a measurement of heat that's produced when your body breaks the food apart. Right. Okay. So you're actually producing the calories. I stopped eating cupcakes and stuff like that when I ran out of time to do a lot of baking. I used to do a lot of baking, yeah. which I kind Sad. of missed doing. I was making these like tall, like eight layer cakes, but mini, Girl, like that's really like what skinny, I do like now. really tall, like tall hats. Good yeah. for you. Right? I make layers. <laughs> They're cakes. so good. And I have See, these like little tiny pans. They're like this big. We're women and cool once a month we ones. need cupcakes and that's sugar because there's a difference. <laughs> true. And if we don't have it, you'll die. So all Someone's men out there suffer. give us cupcakes I think you and need, sugar. You need like a steak. Yeah. For all I, the iron, no, you know? I don't I it all depends. Cree. You need the steak. During, you need the chocolate. Uh, yeah. But is it the, sh- the chocolate or the sugar? Because chocolate's really good for you. It's, it's, I love chocolate. I need cacao without sugar. Just pure bitter. It tastes like ca- coffee beans, kind of. I, 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 always, like to I always have chocolate in my handbag. You, you can taste <laughs> the like iron in it. I'm a super it. health nut, so clearly I'm not like sitting around eating sugar all day. Like All I do is work out and count calories. So when I do do something bad, like my husband and I will eat like three pizza and go Ooh. get a huge thing go of Krispy crazy. Kreme and just eat the whole box. I, I love how it's like society is collapsing and Starbucks is shutting down, but their coffee is bad anyway. <laughs> yeah, 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 it tastes fine. like burnt butthole. I can't believe <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't drink it. I used to work out of I do Starbucks. think that it's a. I used to, my first job was an ice cream. Oh ice cream well, I was when I was starting Mines, the social network. We were uh, we would work, and I'd go to a Starbucks. Oh, to I work, see. You do that? No, I, I just I scooped ice cream. I don't. But I, don't I, I would. I do think that it's very disturbing to see the infrastructure that was created with the with the wealth that our culture had just completely collapsed. So here's my my idea, which man, I want to do all these awesome things. I just need people who can help do them. Uh, I I despise Starbucks. They sacrificed the well-being of their employees to appease the woke mob. Mm. They knew it was going to make their stores more dangerous. They knew that it was going to welcome in people to do drugs and be belligerent and violent. They didn't care. And now they have to shut down 16 stores, disrupting all of these employees because they don't care. 
Now, some people have said, oh, but they pay well and things. Okay, fine. You know what I want to do? I talked about this before. I want to open a coffee shop right next to a Starbucks. And I want to do to Starbucks what Starbucks is accused of doing to other shops. Subsidize everything. Make it so cheap that Starbucks can't afford to be open. And then tell those employees, come work for us and we'll pay you better. Mm -hmm. And we'll treat it like a co-op. We won't play this woke garbage where we let weirdos in the bathroom while you're working. You'll be in charge. And here's my favorite part. If you are working at my coffee shop when we open it and a customer is being rude, feel free to kick them out and tell them never to come back. Yeah. I don't play, I don't play the stupid game where the customer is always right if they're being belligerent to the employees who are making the food. I, is That's that true goal. at Starbucks? You're not allowed to kick people out if they suck? I don't know if Starbucks does that. The idea is that the customer is always right. And most of these big corporate stores are like, just be demure and apologize. No. No, it's, 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 it's your store. You're trying to do people a favor. You're, you're providing a service. We're all equals here. If someone's giving you the business, you say, look, just have a nice day. You can go. Um, I, I want a place where the employees are not going to be stepped all over for the woke corporate agenda. It's also really not fair to have the, cause employees like at Starbucks and whatever, you have to clean the bathroom. Like everyone's sort of on a shift to clean the bathroom. Exactly. And it's so nasty to do that. Like I used to work at an Oban Payne a million years ago and we always had to switch off who was cleaning the bathroom. Women's bathrooms are the worst. It was oh, just, God. it was, it was not, it was just one bathroom, right? And like random people would come in there and they would defecate all over the place <laughs> and we would have to clean it up. And that's just really unhealthy. On the wall sometimes. It was oh, so yeah. I worked at Acme. Like, like my stomach is turning How? right How? now. <laughs> like, just remembering the experience just, of having just, to clean that bathroom after, like, random crazy I'm sorry. I'm four it. years old, and everything poop makes me laugh. <laughs> yeah. It was gross. It was so gross. I just want to ask this question. Uh, I want to make, make, make this point, actually. You guys up at the shopping cart test? No. Oh, yeah. I, I love it. It's this it's idea great. that the shopping cart is the ultimate test of, like, whether a person can function in society. Returning the shopping cart to the cart corral Wait, is a is a minor task. No it's a reward. minor inconvenience. It right. has no reward. You know it's the right thing to do. You should do it. Most people don't. don't. Most just, people don't. Yeah, they just. I, well, it depends on where you're at, I suppose. Hmm. So you know where I was in where, where I lived in uh, the Philly suburbs. You'd go to the Walmart and it's just carts everywhere. And so someone comes out and people just like they put the cart to the side and I'm like, just return the cart. It takes five seconds. It's the right thing to do. But then you got to think about these bathrooms. When, when you mentioned people getting on the wall and stuff. Yeah, what the heck? I've seen that. Think about, there's a video. There's a video of a guy going in an elevator and he pisses on the elevator buttons, causing a malfunction and then he panics. And then I'm just like, <laughs> what is wrong with people that they're like, I'm going to piss on an elevator button? Freaking mark like, in their territory. It's crazy. Or like, what, someone goes into a bathroom and like, ah, no one can see me. Now I'll just ruin someone's day. But is that like they have, they have IBS, the <laughs> irritable bowel syndrome, no. and they can't handle it? And no. they're like, ah, oh, they can't make it to the toilet <laughs> and it flies out? It's because no, they're hovercrafting like, like a woman oh, they being. Don't sit on it. They don't want to yeah. sit on it. What I don't but understand is that weird angles. Yeah. Like, with the hover, it's intentional. Like, if you're doing the... Oh my God. I've been to Los Angeles. I lived there for a few years. But if you do the squat thing, right, and you're not going to sit on the public toilet, like, how hard is it to just clean up after yourself? Like, why don't people do that? But then you're just cleaning up urine and someone's like, oh, look at this clean seat. And then they sit in your pee because you think you've done some service to society. No, I always clean up after myself. Of a self-cleaning public bathroom. Leave a bathroom. The whole toilet moves like it spins around there's like two toys and it spins around and on the other side it's like got scrubbers and a, and a spray in it. Cool, seen yeah. these. and then it they switches put those in in france yeah. i mean in spain in spain in uh in europe they have like public urinals i think they're like these uh uh it's it's uh, uh elevated off the ground so you can see feet and then it's like a spiral 
and you walk to the middle of the spiral and there's a hole in the ground you piss into. Huh. And they did that because homeless people and drunks were just peeing everywhere. Interesting. So they made these weird little things. I think they're in Europe. They might be, I think, that, I think they might have those in like Seattle maybe too. How do they work? I think in India you have to pay to use the public toilet. Everywhere yeah. in Europe. I'm yeah. glad you yeah. brought up the guy peeing on the elevator buttons because like I love Michael Malice, but he believes people can govern themselves. <laughs> I have doubts. Okay, malice. People will pee on the <laughs> elevator buttons and get themselves stuck in the elevators. I think he's so smart he forgets that most everyone else is a moron. Uh, we're, we're, he, <laughs> we're just not even Malice thinking. is a great friend and I'm a Happy big birthday, fan. He's a very Michael. smart guy. Yeah. But he we need often, rules. <laughs> he often says that uh, how could anyone be pessimistic when you see how dumb these people are? And my response to that is – Yes, they're dumb, but many dumb people can be dangerous, like a zombie stampede. horde. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. or stampede, right? Or Twitter. Yeah. Or yes. Twitter. And dumb people can get frustrated easier when they don't understand. They can tend towards frustration, which leads towards anger, and then they can become very, very malicious and dangerous. Yeah. This is what we're seeing right now. So here, here's what I think is happening. Strong-willed people, inquisitive people, and smart people, they, they know what's happening in the world. They turn on the news and they're like, is that true? And they check and they go, oh, that wasn't true. Jesse Smollett lied. Then you have people who are just dumb as a box of rocks going like, whoa, Jesse Smollett. And they go on TV and they're like, this is not a debate. What happened to Jesse Smollett is so wrong. And then the host goes like, I agree. And it's just like, these people are as dumb as dumb can be. Wait a be. minute. Was that the dead named person? That, that was the dead that? named person. I don't know person. what you're talking the about. The dead named person. Dead named. I was making a random yeah. vague analogy. <laughs> no, you awoke in a demon in my brain of memory. <laughs> oh, no. I'm like, wait. The artist that formerly person. known as Prince. Yeah, that's who's. I'm that's thinking what of we're call when I would go to like known as Page. concerts. <laughs> I would watch the people play, and then people would be like, ah! Ah! and I'm like, what are they screaming? And like, everyone's clapping to get. I'm like, what is this like cult? This this weird a this this creature that's being formed in the sea of humans. Like, I don't. I would just like watch. And like, even if I loved it, I wasn't going to be like, you know, like I'm like, that's been with us the whole time. I mean, that's Dionysian. That's like, you know, ancient rites of sensory overload. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we have that, you know, I, 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 I don't know. I don't see anything wrong with that, with like enjoying that to an extent and. Um, and getting all crazy but like that. Is the know? mindless I, clapping? Because if you do that at a concert, ideally you're not doing that, Everywhere you know, else. in your accounting department. People are <laughs> animals. I wonder yeah. if those are the people that are, are like just on autopilot. Mm-hmm. That like, what are you? Or they're having no, a great I, time. Like maybe they're having a great I, time I, and really enjoying. But the music. I was also having a great time and enjoying the music. Right, I just like, don't well, scream about it. Yeah, but that's but just. That's that's but okay. it depends on you what can, gets you. Everyone's a little different. Like I can't load my oven without my husband coming up behind me, and I'm like, "Are you serious?" <laughs> really because annoying. he's an Good animal, fucking. and I'm like, <laughs> "What?" The? So it depends. There's something for you, Ian, that will just awaken this primitive beast, and you'll be like, "Ooh," and I'm, or, I don't or know there, what or graphing. there isn't. Yeah. But like I wouldn't. I, I don't know. I, don't I wouldn't. Know. I wouldn't judge that. I've seen Ian do the hooting, clapping when we showed him a sheet of graphene. His eyes just turned <laughs> white. And he was like, Light up. <laughs> <laughs> "That's true." <laughs> Tim cast out of context. Here we go. I, I get excited, but I guess maybe that's it. I don't get overly excited. I just don't get overly excited. I never have. Yeah, I, I, it, it makes sense. So why freak out? I'm oh not wait, gonna... let's talk about like the Catholic Church. I bet you a million bucks we can get you yelling. It was similar to, like a, co- a church congregation. <laughs> watching people cl- clap and scream was like watching a bunch of people like, repeat the what MC Hammer, uh, MC? Foo Fighters. 
I think. Uh, I, well, I've dude, MC Hammer's uh, legit. Yeah, that was my first concert. Those pants. Those. You brought this little kid up on stage. I kept getting up and dancing in the audience. He was brought him up. What was your first? What was your first concert? MC Hammer. That was your first concert. Police Hammer, don't hurt him. My my first concert was Flata. What's was it called Fla? I think it's pronounced. What is that? Uh, I don't know. Elvis Costello played there. Oh, that's oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. Mine was Bruce Springsteen at the Meadowlands. Oh, nice. So are you guys say, you're saying that people that cheer and scream are not inherently stupid or right. than yeah, other absolutely. people? Because right. I, I look at it as like a, why are you doing that? I don't understand. It's their tribal rite of passage to like it's scream Dionysian. at local H or something. I don't <laughs> local know. Local H. So it's like, yeah. it's tribalism? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, no. go. but that to me indicates like a lack of intelligence. Like no. Why no, would you fall a, for like, a cult there's, it's tribe? A, it's, a, it's a sensory overload experience. Maybe they all have that? autism. So they're, maybe, they're, they don't maybe. have the EQ to handle it, and they no, just get no, overloaded no. and start yelling? Or yeah, they yeah. like It's it. like feeling the we, spirit of God. Yeah, yeah it, it is, is kind of like that. Imagine, no. imagine okay, it's on, just a crazy trip. Like, I, I, watched a crazy a guy, trip. I watched a guy play music, it, music and I can clapped put you for there. him. That's I watched an interesting guy, point. I watched a guy play music over the weekend. You clap for him because you want them to know you appreciate what they're doing. So it's like virtue signaling? It's not virtue signaling. It's gratitude. Their friends, when it's your friend, and even when their stuff sucks, you're like, yeah. I don't want to distract them. I don't do that to my friends. Like in a baseball game, if they hit the ball and you go, yeah, if you scream, the people in the outfield will like shudder and the ball will go by them. So you're a fifth, you're like another player on the team. But I don't that's see why how screaming at, at a guy makes it better or easier for him. No, you taunt them. Like, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's baseball, what you do in a sports taunt. game. Right. The, well, this is, yeah, this has nothing to do with, with, with the, the fact that people want to Stupid people cheer. peeing on elevators? I right. think it does. <laughs> little, it doesn't. Very little. I, 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 I see a through line of people that are mindlessly walking through life. I've been to, I've been to shows where the crowd is, like the venue's full and the opening act draws no movement and no applause. They play and everyone just stands there and they're like looking. And then the main band comes out and they're like, now we're going to play our number one single called The Magic Butterfly. And I'm just like, yeah! And they're cheering because they like the song. It's like, they're not think blindly it, just going like, oh, we're clapping but for like, whoever's there. I stand and watch because I like the song. It's not like you're if you like the song, you will scream. You're not the arbiter of morality and emotion. I, I just, I feel like an outsider. I felt like an outsider for a lot of my life watching people act very strange and like cults. Like what, I, what, I, what, like, what I will say is, look, I, I've cheered for bands. I don't think there's anything wrong with cheering for a band and having a good time. There's a difference though when you look at mob mentality and like the summer of love. When people were just running around smashing windows Peacefully. for the sake. For just for no reason. And they don't know why they're doing it. Or when, you know, we, we like, there are people who will, uh, I can't remember who we had on the show. They were talking and saying like, it was some lefty guy, some, or it was a liberal guy, and he was like, I told my friends I was coming on the show, and they were like, why? Tim Pool's far right or whatever, and they laughed, and they were like, do you watch Tim Pool? And they were like, well, no, but it's like, that's disturbed. Someone who's like, I have no idea what that is, but I'm angry. But that's uh, a that's problem. That's everybody, though. Right. I feel like it's 90% of society anymore. It's really sad. So, like, you are saying earlier you thought it was, like, an emotional experience at watching a band. Kind of like yeah. I've taken psilocybin and cried because it felt so real yeah. or great or whatever. But yeah. the danger is that it's the guy on stage that's making you feel like that or you think it is. No, it's the song. It's the music. Or, or the one playing it, the it's feeling the, the song. It's the artistic experience. Like, you're experiencing this. And when that, I watched Paul McCartney play Hey Jude, I had a moment. And I rarely have moments, but I was there having my moment. And I looked over and there's like this 80-year-old dude like, it's my moment too. And we had it together. Community. But the, if Paul McCartney had been like, now go right. If he had like 
forced you to go do something dangerous, would you be more likely I, you know, to? I didn't I know. Why would people do that? Why would someone? Uh, could you that, imagine yeah. Paul McCartney like that song was called "Hey no. Jude"? Now well, everyone you, you go burn down a police station. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, but here's the thing. What's that band like? Everyone, show me your hands. Yeah, that Clean was hands. That get was your vaccination. It's like that was insane. It was insane. We were making fun of that. At a rock concert too. I was at a concert. I was at a. I was at a Lollapalooza in 1990. Kaiser Chiefs. That's who that was. Jane's Addiction playing. No, that was the previous year and i went to that one too good but (laughs) um smashing pumpkins were playing it was in west virginia somewhere uh i had taken a whole bunch of acid and i was with my friend um and i lost him i don't know what happened to him i lost my wallet i lost everything i was tripping my face off in this crowd 90s experience yeah (laughs) i love the 90s (laughs) um but i had no idea where anything was i was really entranced by this music i loved the smashing pumpkins and then um billy corgan gets out there and he starts talking about uh we're generation we're generation nothing and i looked up and i was like wow you just totally ruined my vibe i was having a great time i'm not nothing like Maybe I'm, maybe I've lost my friends and I've lost my wallet and I've lost my brain, but you're, a, you're a fool. Like, why are you telling Wait, a bunch of kids who, who was, was tripping on acid? Billy, Billy Corgan. Yeah. He's really why are you telling nice a bunch of kids that really like, yeah, we're like generation nothing, right? But he was having one bad day and because the cult was Wait, obsessed with But here's the thing. My them. point was, my point is, I was having a great time. I was having this whole sensory experience. I was not, but despite all of that, I was not swayed by his garbage nonsense. But so like, when, I, when was I God. heard this when, and when I was like, uh, so if he had said, go get vaccinated, I also would have been like, what the hell is wrong You're strong mind you? though. What about, I'm concerned with the people that pee on elevators. But those, <laughs> but those people are going to pee on elevators no matter what you do. But if someone There's tells them to pee. There's always going to be an elevator like, peer. If someone respects somebody and that person tells you to pee on the elevator. Maybe, but might, there's, there's always going to be those people. People. Don't this is, this is, this on is, the listen, electric fans. This is yeah. how you get social credit systems. <laughs> because the question is like, how do we effectively govern so the people who pee on elevator buttons aren't ruining everything for everyone else? And they're <laughs> like, okay, we'll create a system. How about if you pee on elevator buttons, you get dropped down to a lower caste and you have to earn your way out or whatever to prove you're not going to pee on elevator buttons. That's why they do it. But the problem there is that it needlessly punishes people. And I think it curtails meritocracy. You'll get a bunch of uh, smart people who are arbitrarily held back in a system like that. So you're actually losing out. So I think the reality is there's risk. With freedom comes risk. Maybe that's what Michael would say, something like that. We want freedom. That means sometimes you got to clean piss off elevator buttons. Mm-hmm. Oh, and that's in that's in Genesis. That's in the Bible, like with freedom. It comes is. Risk. It's, it's, you know, uh, you know, you eat Genesis the apple and then you're going to have elevator to. Buttons. That's right. That I is in swear Genesis. to you, it's in there. Yeah. It's like riding a motorcycle. <laughs> so you ask a motorcyclist, why do you do this dangerous thing? And they're like, I've never felt more free. The wind in their hair, and it's super risky. People might not see you. you know, they die is, all the time. This is what happens when my mom tells me to wear a bike helmet, which I have never, like, I hate bike helmets. Does she helmets. still do it today? She, you put well, on your bike yeah, helmet. I didn't, I didn't live with her until I was 16, so she didn't have a lot of opportunity when I was a kid. Good. But, but I'll be like, Mom, I, I'm not wearing a bike helmet, and you can't wear me, make me. She also is always like, are you masking? No, Mom. I'm not. Are you masking? I'm not masking. I'll put a mask on in a store that asks. Cause I'm not a douchebag. I hate when people like wig out 
I just like don't go owners. in the store. Yeah, I won't go to the store. That uh, I I get, but I've been in a store where they offered me the mask and I was like, I really okay. want this thing. I'm like, here, you're protected, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> like, I'm going to buy this. If, if the store is like the only one and we have to go there, so we were buying computer parts and we wanted to get like the latest graphics card or whatever, and it's the only place we can get it on the spot. I was like, whatever. Ugh. But there's there's coffee shops out here, and uh, a local coffee shop had a big sign saying, "Wear your mask." Half the people weren't, but I was like, eh, Starbucks was literally 100 feet away, so we went to Starbucks instead. You guys brought up the risk of, of freedom, and I'm thinking about cults and if they're, if, we're, if they're necessary, but they're just risky because if you get one dangerous cult leader, a cult leader goes crazy, people can do it. So we built the U.S. government, the Constitution, kind of to make sure that no one cult leader could arise. But now because of social media – um, reality TV, which we were talking about before the show, it's as if the cult, the power of the cult is stronger than ever now. Like cult of personality. They even have a name for it. Uh, how I'm so concerned with it, with the rise of the superstar. I mean, it's, how but, do we break humanity's tendencies to do human things, which is like the leader episode of The Simpsons? Like everybody needs that person that doesn't deserve that adoration and like respect, but they get it anyway. Oh my God, I love, I'm just going to say Johnny Depp, but insert name here. Anything he says, I don't know. That's just what people do. That's why Julius Caesar coined the mob and was able to control Rome because he's like, dude, all I need is Mark Antony, the people's you know, dude, put them on my side and I will own them. And then everybody killed him. And then they tried to do the same thing. But we, I mean, we used to think that our leaders were uh, descended from God, right? We don't think that anymore. I think we've come a long way. Oh, like the uh, Egypt. Right. They all thought that or they like were. Kings of England. It's like, no, they're just all inbred. Descendant of, of their sister's cousin. Kings we, of Russia. We've come a long like, way because we don't have God kings, but I'm concerned, well, except for Jeremy Boring, but I'm concerned that, right. uh, <laughs> that the knowledge will be lost, that, that something will happen, that there will be some sort of global revolution and that everything, will, a bunch of stuff will get erased and you we'll know, forget. I've been thinking about this a lot recently because I've been thinking about like, you know, the library of Alexandria and how that was burned. Yeah, and I was just thinking lost, about yeah, that. Yeah, you know, we lost tons of We lost of tons of stuff. We lose tons of stuff constantly. So if you think about it, like, you know, we lost a ton of stuff from the Middle Ages. We, you know, we lost so many manuscripts that were uh, painstakingly copied out by, you know, Irish monks. We've lost a bunch of that. We lose things all of the time. We're losing definitions of words and, and meanings of things before our eyes. Yeah. I mean, we're watching it happen in real time. Maybe it's happening faster now than it was before, but it is part of a perpetual cycle. Like if you think about all of the novels that have been lost that are no longer part of canon, that used to be part of canon, at a certain point, no one's going to pay attention to Shakespeare anymore. No one knows how to do handwriting anymore, right? We were talking about this before. Like if you look at the signatures of people who grew up without learning how to how to do cursive um they don't know how to write their names right it's ridiculous and what was cursive if not just a technology it was a technological advancement so that you could write faster without having ink blot all over your paper um these are these are technological advancements they continue to move forward you know i i think it's fascinating and i've been i've been thinking about that recently like what gets lost? How fast do we lose things? How do we how do we know what's important and shouldn't be lost? Like if you think about the invention of the mirror, which we wouldn't have. You saw the images of the telescope yeah, and everything. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, and if it wasn't for the mirror that was invented, I think in the 1300s, we wouldn't have telescopes. 
I've been thinking about data storage in general. Dude, mm. by the way, that James Webb Hubble telescope, or what is James Webb so, t- yeah, telescope? Yeah, yeah, That's a cool image, and it looks like so it's cool. spinning, like it capture the universe in mid-spin or something. It's amazing. Like storing data in orbit, because I feel like we have servers on Earth. Those things are so vulnerable. If we lost history, like if, if his man, you're right. Yeah, All I those horrors. You guys with encyclopedias. What happens y'all, if we y'all start got losing? Me, uh, Sorry, uh, no, y'all, go y'all got it. me thinking Civil War stuff. So while you were talking, I just was looking. You're at, always thinking <laughs> Civil know, War stuff. Don't well, blame us. Because we're talking about like this people in cults mindlessly following. And I started thinking about like what percentage of people in this country need to be in a cult before it, it goes nuts. And it was 2% of the, of the United States that fought in the Civil War the first time. 2%. 10% enlisted. 2% lost their lives. So it was like 620,000 dead, I think. And it was, it was around 3 million people actually fighting. But I, I looked up the support. And the crazy thing I just pulled up was that the North, their view of the Civil War, uh, I'll read this, says many of these wretched victims are in arms against us, but we are fighting for them. Mm. The war for the Union and the rights secured by the Constitution is a war for their social and political salvation. And our victory is their deliverance. It is not against the people of those states. It is against the leaders in the system which have deprived them of their fair chances as American citizens that this holy war is waged. God send them and a good deliverance. You know what's really crazy about that? That sounds like Twitter. It sounds like it sounds a lot like the rhetoric today. Yes. That the people who are talking about the Constitution, freedom, holy war, have probably the same view. The Constitution is is going to protect these people. They don't understand. They're being enslaved and tricked by their leaders and all that stuff. And that's why the union went to war. So you, you, you consider that sentiment along with the idea that abortion could be the great moral catalyst. And it very well, it, it sounds very, very similar in terms of ideology and moral issues. I don't know. Human beings don't change that much. No. Yeah, that's this right. is, you know, this is true too. If you look at letters home from the Civil War or letters home from the Crusades, the, what soldiers had to say to their sisters, wives, mothers, what have you. It's the same throughout centuries. We we just don't change that much. Except for now, we'd be like, who are they writing to? They keep saying they and them. <laughs> like, uh, how many people is this person writing to? They're married to a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. It's more than one. <laughs> yeah. No, but they put like... Poly- polyamory of the Crusades. Oh, Lord. They is. Right. You know, it's got a... If you use, you gotta they use is. a contraction. Apostrophe they S. Is. Yeah, they apostrophe S. Yeah, if you're doing the singular, it's they is. They's going. Right. They's becoming. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. R is plural, is is singular. So it'd be, you know, Ezra Miller, you'd say they is a dangerous individual accused of attacking people. Attacking people. <laughs> Many I can't believe the <laughs> video I saw of him lifting that chick up by her throat. What? What? Yeah. You, you didn't. Oh, I think I saw this. Insane. Took this In chick by her throat. No one just decimated what that person i don't even know why we respect, respect the pronouns of a woman beater because that's what that guy is he took this broad by her throat said he, she was an overzealous fan i have had so many overzealous fans did you ever I do have that never of course not. you never choked any out <laughs> no and i even had security guards that i was like no you're not gonna manhandle them they're just they're crazy i get it but you can't you know no roughing people up Get out uh, of yeah, here. this was June thirtieth. People, bad. and then he took a room. he took a chair and bashed a woman in her face in Hawaii. And then when they were trying they to arrest, bashed a woman in the face. Do in we respect the pronouns no. of a woman beating? They changed the quote from a victim to use those pronouns. She's Stop like, "He it. was all in my face. He was attacking me. My friends were there." 
Vanity Fair changed the quote. Vanity Fair. <laughs> <the correct, laughs> Vanity Fair invited Ghislaine Maxwell to their party. Classic. Yeah. So Classic. we should, we should definitely listen to what yeah, they're telling. Sure. I'm, I've realized I can't, I'm not gonna, I don't want to call corporations a, th- a person anymore. Like people are like, Google said that something, something. No, <laughs> someone that works at Google said it. Our I overlords. want names. Google spokes. <laughs> corporations Google are people, spokes. my friend. Yeah. That's what Mitt Romney told me too. Yeah. But <laughs> I don't like it. They'll be like, United, yeah. Democrats are saying like, no, no, no. Who said it? Show me the name and the face, and, and I want to see their lips move, man. I'm tired of like people hiding behind their corporate. Yeah, a corporation facade. will do something like illegal, and then they'll be like, "Well, I guess we have to find the corporation." I'm like, "No, no, someone did something illegal." Like, what would happen if someone at a, cor- a corporation just killed a bunch of people? And it's like, well, you know, it was the corporation that poisoned the people, so we can't. But there's a yeah. guy who pulled Nike the lever, dumped right? oil into the. You're like Exxon dumped. And like, no, someone did that, and people. someone caused that. Yeah. But it's not always just one person. I mean, at a corporation, it's a lot of different components that all result in something like that. Like if you consider a HR policy, for example, that prevents <laughs> oh, something or other, you know, like that's a that's a massive team effort and DEI consultants and CEOs and everybody weighs in. Yeah, but let's say let's say there's a dude and he's and, and the boss goes, I want you to pull that lever right now to turn the machine on. And he goes, you got it, boss. And he turns the lever on and there's a bunch of kids on the machine who get crushed instantly. It's like, well, the corporation did it. Who's really at fault? It was just a guy turning the machine on. He didn't know. It's like, well, uh, if you're driving your car and you close your eyes and hit a bunch of kids, you go to jail. Well, this is the whole thing about like, uh, I just did what I was told. Is no. that, yeah. That's and, why psychopaths and the, are and like CEOs. The, yeah. And like, didn't the, the Hague decide that doing what you were told, following orders does not count as yep. a defense? Yeah. yeah. Yep. But then yeah. The, the issue is, uh, I'll tell you, this is a crazy story and it, it, it might be somewhat apocryphal because I haven't looked into it after the fact, but in Turkey, there was that coup attempt all those years ago. Do you remember that? Like six, seven years ago or whatever. What I was told, and again, very, very well could be wrong, but it's an interesting thought anyway. A bunch of soldiers, low level grunts, were told to guard the Bosphorus Bridge from a potential terror attack. Then the media reported it was a coup attempt and those soldiers were actually trying to overthrow the government. So random citizens came up, grabbed the soldiers and just beat them and beat them to death and dragged them through the streets. Maybe that's not exactly what happened. Maybe it was a coup attempt, whatever. I don't, I don't know much about this situation, but just think about that. You could be a, a low level enlisted guy or whatever. And then your commanding officer says, we're going on a hiking trip. You know, we got a mission, take the boats, load them up. We're going to go to this shore and then we're going to hike up here and we're going to plant supplies. And then the media reports that you're a rogue operation trying to overthrow the government. And you're like, what? Like, I was just told to carry this box. I have no idea. Too bad. Too bad. So how do you even know if you're following orders that are that are, are bad? You know, what if they're like, oh, you're the one who uh, you were ordered to turn the machine on. Why'd you do it? I didn't know what the machine did. Too bad. That's no excuse. Like, yeah. the machine did bad things. This is like in The Good Place. Did you guys watch that show? No. It was no. I did. A I don't good show. But it turned out, like, uh, there was a point system to get into heaven, and you had to, like, get a certain number of points. I, now it sounds stupid saying it out ESG. loud. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, like, you had to, you know, do a certain, you had to, like, do good things. But nobody was getting into heaven for a really long time because there was all this collateral consequences to decisions. So, like, if you buy a tomato at the grocery store, you're actually losing points Ooh. because it was harvested by slave labor in some place or other, and then it was shipped using oil oil and then Ugh. all of these various we're all problems. going to hell yeah, we're all going to hell farming, basically man. yeah 
Um, but that's sort of, that's sort of what I was thinking of. Like, how do you know when you buy a tomato that you're doing anything okay? Or how do you know that you're not just contributing to the complete decimation of another country's economy it, by well, buying this is, the this one is what, tomato? This is what led to the subjective morality of many of these postmodernists because they're mm-hmm. like, well, I guess you just have to choose and decide your subjective morality. Cause right. so they embrace it. Often it, otherwise it leads me to nihilism. Maybe not inherently it leads me to nihilism, but I'm like, wow, if everything I'm doing is a risk of this, uh, that I'm, destroying reality then why am i even here dude i hit the point where i was like uh denither in lord of the rings when i'm like abandon your posts flee (laughs) flee for your lives like i'm so over everything and i'll just say hey everyone out there i'm over it i'm over you i'm over it all you're in the when mountains. does it end? Have you I'm taken DMT mountain. before? No. Apparently, you feel like you're dead while it's happening, and it's That's like, a, like the worst drug experience. Yeah. So you realize <laughs> you realize that nihilism is inherent in reality. You don't have to seek it; it's just there always, anyway. Well, yeah, and you got to so do your best. I'm and so good, right? So is goodness. I've puffed right? on DMT. I've never taken blasted DMT off. trip. I've never blasted off. I mean, I've, I spent on, five years of my life, like, juggling mushrooms and LSD. Like, I feel good. Like, I'm all right. I'm just going to be straight edge now. I'm I'm totally off mentally. I don't need to do it anymore. <laughs> DMT, I think, is the unique one. Something about feeling like you're dead. Yeah, Not no, even people feeling are talking it. About just knowing that you're dead. Terrible. That sounds like I like to be in control. But so is life. It's horrific. Like, what the, I'm eating is, cows? Are you I, kidding I me? Know. Those things? They're delicious. Think, well, you, but their eyes, they're terrific. intelligent too, and they're, they're emotional. And that's why you, you put them out the other day? quickly. So my they don't son, suffer. My son said the other day, he was like, if you're not supposed to eat animals, why are they made of food? Why are they so tasty? <laughs> well, well guys, you guys have heard my anti-vegan thing, right? The what? My anti-vegan position. Good rant. So, uh, I'll try and make it quick. If there's a dude, on a farm, minding his own business, farming food, and then eating it. And then another dude just one day jumps onto the property, brutally beats the man to death, and then eats all his stuff. Who's the bad guy? Well, the the, the, the beady guy, right? Yeah. yeah. The, so if there's the if, if there's like a big plant and it's growing, taking sunlight, free energy, and develop you know creating free its own load. nutrients and just growing, minding its own business, not going anywhere, not hurting anybody, <laughs> and then along comes this groundhog and destroys it. And groundhog just kills it, and eats it. Vegans are like, oh, that poor groundhog. I better not hurt it. What? No, the he groundhog, the one just the killed the peaceful libertarian plant. <laughs> it's <laughs> an authoritarian invader. <laughs> That's true. So I think to do our part, we should be eating as many critters and animals as possible. Let's to save the plant. Let me offer you some cornfield truth. So I had a cornfield directly behind my house. They did soybeans and corn. And every time they would till the field, it was the apocalypse of injured animals. And I wanted to save them all. So I would pick up, I had a rabbit, fake leg Jake, half his his leg was hacked off because of the tractors. So all these vegans are like, oh, look at what we're doing. And it's like critter apocalyptic, you know, massacre for you to have your soybeans, dude. So like, why are you virtue signaling over there? And I was the one as a little kid. I had pet cemetery. It's full of all the animals. That's like, that the, uh, that's like the wind farms, right? Like the wind farms that just destroy oh, the birds. birds. Yeah. And then also, as soon as your turbine is done, you can't do anything with it. Those blades are just, they just are there. Yeah. There's it happens, man. Hydroelectric's brutal on fish, too. They get sure. caught in those turbines. Yeah, very bad. And that just sprays. <laughs> all right, everybody. We're going to go to Super Chats. <laughs> if you haven't already, would you kindly smash that like button, subscribe to the channel, share the show with your friends. And if you are outraged, the January 6th committee smeared me. <laughs> you can support our work over at TimCast.com. We're going to have like. after hours show coming up at 11 p.m. Yes, yeah, smash that like button. And here's what, here's what I'll say. 
um, let's just prove them wrong. We're going to keep building up Timcast. We are going to call out the lies. They obviously hate the fact that we call them scumbags. I do think it's funny that they included this innocuous clip of me reading the news, and I've repeatedly called them scumbag and nasty people. <laughs> so I wonder if it's personal. They're like, yeah, you call me a scumbag. I'll put your clip in my thing, even though like I didn't say anything. So anyway, go to TimCast.com, support our work. Tell them uh, uh, you don't support them, but you support us. And let's read some super chats. All right. Blueheart says, the chat has been personified. Uh, hello, chat. You <laughs> sons of <Behave> bees. <laughs> yeah, behave yourself, especially with my friend over here. I was there for Libby Apocalypse, you disgusting animals. Rocket Sauce says, Tim, you should call your coffee shop Woke Cup. Wake up with woke cup. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. I mean, we're, we're, we're against being woke, so. Uh, yeah. Christina says, Adrienne and Libby, I love these ladies so much. Oh. There you go. It's ladies night. Mm-hmm. All right. Seth Hauser says, hey, Tim, why have you not talked about Sri Lanka's people rising against their corrupt government? They kicked their lying and treasonous government out. We have. Um, I mentioned it a couple times. Just I've not done like a dedicated segment to it. But I've mentioned it in multiple food shortage segments I've done. We've passively mentioned it on this show a couple times. I don't know. I didn't know there was an uprising like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, they, burned, uh, they, burned, yeah. Uh, they burned the palace. Well, it makes January 6th look so stupid. Yeah. That's why they're not showing it. <laughs> That's why they're not talking about it. Was it your tweet, Tim, that was like, this is an insurrection? No, no. Who said that? Me. Sri Lankan that president. Maybe Poso. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe, yeah. maybe it was me. I don't know. There's a lot of tweets out there. All right. Heather says, Tim, I need a way to download content within the app. I have the same issue with Daily Wire's app. I like to listen to stuff at work, but I have awful reception there. Yes. um, We don't don't even have an app. So we're working on it. We're working on getting an app. Um, I will say people have talked about listening to the show with the screen off, and you can do it with the Brave browser. But uh, we are nowhere near as large as the Daily Wire, and we are working on uh, expanding the website. We're uh, supposed to have a big announcement. It was supposed to be today, but it just keeps getting postponed. And then maybe it'll be tomorrow because um, it's it's we're doing some infrastructure. Tim's work. Sounds like Q and personally, um, but we got we got some cool stuff happening, and uh, we're also then going to be working on TV apps, Apple TV, Roku, all the stuff, Chrome, uh, iPhone, Android, and then we're gonna we we are probably going to be having like two comedy specials exclusive for Timcast. We're going to have a couple new shows launching, and then we're we're also looking at like a homesteading show. So we've got a lot of stuff. We're just going to have a bunch of shows. It's going to be great. It's going to be good fun. And then instead of being like, why aren't you canceling your Disney? Well, I'm just going to be like, well, you don't have to cancel them. I don't care, but we have better stuff. So stop giving your – as the Daily Wire says, stop giving your money to people who hate you. Give it to – well, they say give it to them, but you can give it to us give it too. Yeah. <laughs> give it to I'll both take us. your money too. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. We'll all just, you know, alms for the poor. <laughs> That's right. The very poor. <laughs> Raymond G. Maga Stanley Jr. says, Tim, my awful aunt texted me. That's affluent white female liberal. I saw that Tim person you watch. Raymond, what are you doing watching people like that? I just laughed and laughed. Raymond. <laughs> oh, no. Awful. That's awesome. Good, awful. For, good for Raymond. Yeah. Affluent white female liberals. Mm. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> Tim's enemy number one now. It's well, hilarious. I mean, it's like uh, uh, Tucker said <laughs> yeah. it. You know, he's like, that's who I'm mad at. Yeah. He's not wrong. But, right. No. They're, they're, all, they're all voting for Democrats regardless of politics mm-hmm. so it's like okay well and they're pretending that all these horrible things aren't happening yep because they don't they just don't believe that it could possibly be happening because it's so irrational and stupid yep yeah. the world it's it's a normalcy bias no no that clearly is not true you're a conspiracy theorist i'm like uh, it's here's a video 
You know, um, you know, can, can you, can you just send your family members the video of the man twerking for, twerking for the little girl? I'm just, I'm not, here I'm not, you I'm, go. I'm not kidding. Be like, <laughs> here you go. Watch the video and see what they say. And the no amazing joke. thing is that guy is not fringe. That's yeah, right. he's mainstream. He's legit, mainstream. Legit Raymond, send your awful aunt that video. Just without prompt, just send it to her and then see what she says and be like, what do you think? And to, like, don't, this, don't say Tim Pool, don't say Tim Cass, just be like, no, 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 don't even say this is pride. Be like, what's, what are your thoughts? Like, send the video and then see exactly what she says. Cause she's probably gonna be like, what are you sending me and why? And it'll be like, oh, oh I, I figured you'd like this, you know? Cause Tim Pool criticizes these videos. Did you see the guy who tried to read a book in front of a school council meeting? They didn't even let him read the first word. They're like, wow. just so you know, we have kids who are watching at home and I cannot allow you to read this pornographic material. He's like, this is in the library. I know. You psychopaths. The woman they threatened to kick out Dude. if she kept reading the book in mm-hmm. the school curriculum. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The, you know, you know, I got to say, Raymond, your awful aunt is a conspiracy theorist. She, I'm not exaggerating. I'm not trying to be cute. I'm saying quite literally, these are people who live in this bubble world of weird, yeah, blue anon conspiracy nonsense. Like what, what these people are saying, the January 6th committee, to me, it's QAnon. It's the exact same thing. Trump was trying to overthrow the government. Uh, it's the same as people who are like, he's the real president. I'm like, dude. It's Dick Cheney's daughter. Guys, <laughs> Democrats. Dick Cheney's daughter. Oh, but she's so amazing and we trust her so much. She, oh, I'm like, what land am I living in? Yeah. It is very peculiar. Yeah. It's so yeah. weird. Gross. Like people I've known my whole lives, they're like, well, you know, because she's saying things I like, I'm like, it's the Uniparty. Mm-hmm. Of course Very she's strange. saying things. Yeah. Halliburton is telling you what to do. Yep. Well, the establishment oh, we is got, the establishment. We've got a, a celebrity here in the Super Chat. Oh, my. Pedo Peter. He oh, says, oh. sniff that like button. Oh, no. <laughs> sniff it. Don't do it. <laughs> and if you like what it smells like, click the bell. Oh. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I like that. Come on, man. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> All right. Uh-oh. We, we're getting some comments about Livy. Oh, Adam well. C. says, Tim, you need to get L.A. modern artist Louis uh, uh, Carrion. Is that he pronounced Carrion. On your show. He loves your show and told me he'd love to come on. He is fighting the culture war in Cali. How do I set it up? Uh, I guess email Lydia. Spin the UFO spin the at gmail.com. Uh, OG Mamacita Bear says not family friendly when Libby is here. <laughs> Shrug. Sorry, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's see. You can listen to it. It's fine. Two Snellorum says you completely missed the point on the NYC PSA. It wasn't about nuclear war preparedness. It was about that little subliminal bit of listen to and trust the media. That's in there towards the second half of the video. I did see that. And that's what they were like. Stay tuned to the media so you can know if the nukes are coming. Oh yeah, part right. yeah. I saw the that. step three is keep watching us, keep our ratings up. Yeah. I, if I you look, read the New York Times, you're a conspiracy theorist. But you are. They, they publish fake news and then have to retract it like a day later. They keep yeah. doing it. It's like every single time. But uh, I, I did. I looked up the Sarmat two nuke. Yes, that's Satan two. They call it the that Sat- Russian nuke. NATO calls it Satan two. Got it. But one one nuke would wipe out like New England. One. So it's a 50 megaton payload, 10 heavy MERV warheads. Yeah, I did some research on hypersonic stuff. It goes up into orbit. It can turn and change directions, not on a dime. I said yesterday, kind of misrepresenting its agility. The SARMAT-2 Russian nuke they've just tested and are preparing to deploy is a fractional uh, orbit bombardment system, meaning it only goes about 150 kilometers, not uh, not 1,200. So it's got no early detection. It, it, It goes under the radar. So these things, they hit... 
You're, you're gone. So many weapons. We could wipe out the earth. How many times? A thousand times? What are those 10, pills you're times? supposed to take during nuclear Potassium fall? iodide. Yeah, I brought that up to my husband. And he's like, babe. We just got nuked. You 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 want to live through that? I'm like, oh yeah. Maybe He's not, like, yeah. screw those pills. <laughs> you will. No, 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 you no, 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 no. Hold on. I want to live through. Let me everything. break it down for you. No one's nuking Montana where I live. Not the yet. potassium iodine. Get those moose. <laughs> potassium iodine don't protect you from a radiation blast. Yeah, no, I know. They protect that. you from ingesting radioactive particles, particles which will cause thyroid cancer. Like so the question is, stuff. when you do survive the nuclear blast and radioactive iodine is in the air, and you're like, I don't need those pills, then you'll die a slow death from cancer. Over I ten mean, years. Aren't we all going to do that anyway? You'll both be sitting there with big necks, being like, it was worth it. I plan on yeah, my consciousness being in a machine at that point. You're going to do the upload. You would oh, do the, hell do yeah, the dude. I'm Job from the Lawnmower Man. The way that I got really interested in transhumanism is I was like, yeah, I want to live forever. I was like so entranced by these ideas that you I was don't like, live I better forever. Do the idea of you live forever. Yeah. Well, you're, if your consciousness is, can you really upload your consciousness? Like, no. What is the dividing? You're you know? talking about your soul. You're, look. It's fascinating. Your Facebook account. It's just has all the data for them to create an AIU and you will talk to yourself and be like, that's not me. What's going on? And then they'll walk up to you and they'll plug your brain into a computer. And then all of a sudden there'll be a robot version of you being like, I'm a better you, a more perfect you. And then it like snaps your neck. And now you're gone. Right. I forgot the and joy of not then knowing. Then you'd look like the people in Polar Express, right? That's yeah. Sort of like, <laughs> oh <my> <laughs> All right. This is an important one. We got Miles uh, N says, hey, Tim, I had my monthly payment taken via PayPal on Monday for the members only content. I went in and watched the Landau after show and it won't let me in. The contact uh, us form doesn't work either. Um, members at timcast.com. Yeah. So, uh, I apologize for this guys. It's, it's an issue that we've been working to resolve. Like I mentioned, we're gonna have a big announcement, so I can't say too much, but, uh, this is one of the things we're working to resolve with PayPal that it's just, I don't know what to tell you. Like there's problems. So uh, we're doing our best to correct all of this and to get it all fixed. So I again, apologize. Hopefully tomorrow we have the big announcement, which is a better solution to all of this. And it's going to be big news and really awesome. It was supposed to be today. I guess it's not. It's pushed back. Maybe it'll be tomorrow. I don't know. Um, but uh, I, I appreciate the support. We'll do our best to get it fixed. And man, I, in the meantime, we just like we're, we have 30 employees. And so we have to go in and keep fixing this problem because um Truth be told, we have a lot of members and it happened faster than we realized. We built the system. And then what we didn't know is there was this thing, the glitch that happens after a year. So everyone who signed up at the exact same time was like 10,000 people. Then a year later, all of a sudden we get slammed by this weird glitch that we had no idea was going to happen. And it was just like, we had to hire, hire people and do all this crazy stuff to get sorted. So apologies. But we got in a high gear, and so we should have a big announcement soon where we're fixing this in a very, very cool way. Uh, in the meantime, for those of you that haven't seen the Dave Landau episode, I seriously think it's like one of our funniest because the dude's hilarious. And we had Jamie Kilstein, who's also hilarious. So and we were just being rude and funny. And Dave had some really great jokes in there. So it was really, really good. Beautiful man. I love you, Dave. Good to meet you, man. He's awesome. Sonny Sabranti saying the same thing. Uh, subscription was incorrectly made inactive. Yeah. It's this weird glitch that hits at one, like your one year mark or something like that. And so. Happy anniversary. Yeah. Happy anniversary, guys. (laughs) So. We're sending him super chats. All your money to complain. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> we, 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 we have members at timcast.com where you can send in and we, people like they respond as fast as we can, but 
when we get hit with this weird glitch all at once, it's like we respond as fast as we can. It's a lot going on. Yeah. yeah. So uh, apologies for that. We'll get it fixed as soon as possible. And then, again, hopefully tomorrow, this will solve everything, and y'all will be very excited. So, be, uh, uh, yeah, sign up, become a member, or, you know, see what happens tomorrow. Or we'll else. Or, or else. Sign yeah, up. Right. You got to check out that Lando episode. It's crazy. It's really good. Cal Smith says, for the beautiful Femcast. I guess Tim and Ian are, are okay, too. <laughs> Thank you. Brad Smith says, at some point, the millennials will be in charge. Will they be authoritarians? Yes. Yeah. Yes. 100%. The millennials are totally authoritarian. That's, bad. That's, really, that's a generalization. Yeah. As millennials uh, start taking over, we see more psychotic authoritarianism. I see a lot of it. It's this, this, because, is it because the chemicals in the, in the, I don't, in oh, my I don't, bloodstream? Like, I don't know why. I think it's because they all, they all just drank the Kool-Aid. I think they're narcissists. They, they want you yeah. to bend the knee. The, the, the millennials are the true heirs to the boomers. Mm, they are. Did you What's see? What's the solution? Rogan told me it was psilocybin. Like if people <laughs> dose, like do they need to break open their third eye so that they I start to feel again? I don't know. A lot again? of these, a lot of Maybe. these people went to college and did all of that stuff yeah. while they were there. You know, it just doesn't there's, seem to matter. They want you to mask up and boost and do what you're told and be really proud of it. There's a meme of a guy with purple hair up against a wall with a bunch of other people and there's a communist soviet guy and he says hey comrade when do we get free health care they think when the revolution happens that they the bourgeoisie will be the ones leading the charge they don't get it these millennials are the bourgeoisie they're not the proletariat no they are the the, there's a video from seattle of dudes in construction hats chanting down awfuls affluent white female liberals and their weird college that's that's hysterical those those construction guys that's the proletariat Yeah. yeah You are the bourgeois, and they don't understand that, that when the revolution comes, they are the ones up against the yeah, wall. Yeah, but they suffer so much as they sit oh. in their amazing dorm room mommy and their daddy pay for, and they're, yeah, yeah they're, oh. Bit, oh my god, my apple, it costs so much, I'm so depressed. Oh, that was the most infuriating thing to me growing up, all the people who are like, I need to get a MacBook, and I'm like, dude, a Why? PC for one third of the cost has the same power, and they're like, but Macs are better. See, yeah, I'd be so like, I want my, this. I want that. My dad's like, <laughs> hold out both hands. One, one, poop in the other. See yeah. which one. <laughs> no, like, I, my son was like, mom, I don't want a Mac. Just yeah, get me this yeah, PC. I was like, great. yeah. I know. We he's way Master better than me. <laughs> like, he's my mom was like, go to the thrift store. There's a computer for 20 bucks. <laughs> right. oh, yeah. Hell and yeah. then I built it. Learn about and then it. I was yeah. really excited. Like I built my own computer. Ooh. It was crazy. I was like eight when I built my first computer because it's not hard. It was I wasn't allowed to have video games and stuff growing up. I was playing Jezball. Remember that? No. What is that? Jezball? Yeah. And there was another game. I can't remember. And then I got Warcraft 1. That you know what I had when I was a kid? Good. I had an Atari, and it had that fake wood paneling on it. <laughs> oh, yeah, the 2600. Yeah. yeah, I had one of those, too. I think my, my dad had it. eldest yeah. brother had that when I was a little girl. There was the, oh, my gosh, a little penguin that jumped over ice holes in a glacier. <laughs> oh, I used to play that. Um, let's, where you let's, have to let's, jump let's, from ice to ice and, like, up and down. That yeah. game, Frostbite. Yeah, let's read some more. Like we got hot. Normative says, YouTube is blocking me from super chatting the name, but new music out by Tyson James about the big guy. Stream on YouTube, buy on iTunes and Amazon. Very interesting. Okay, cool. We've got a bunch of music in the works, and a couple of them are are, are nearly done. The bangers. Yeah, I'm really excited that we got Pete Parada, formerly of The Offspring, doing the drummers, uh, doing being the drummer uh, uh, for us, which is really exciting. I'm really grateful. Doing for Doing the drummers sounded funny. That doing the drummers. Yeah. <laughs> That's next year. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to get crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Stay tuned. Yeah, but it's it's crazy because uh, there's like a song that I wrote when I was 14. That we recorded recently, and it's just like, I got a bunch of really old songs, 
And it was when I was just like covering the offspring as a little kid. And I was thinking about today, I was like, I just, I, a song I wrote when I was 14, when I was like spamming all the offspring albums and like heavily inspired by leather work. I now have like their old drummer who's working with me to make this song. That, that's like a weird thing to happen. That's just really cool. That's pretty cool. Pete, you rock, man. I'm a big fan. This is really great stuff. His drumming is absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Whenever oh, nice. I, I ever get, start to get blackpilled, I think about that. Like you, you were hanging out with our idols now. Like that's reality now Take is it over, it's man. so connected and you're so able to jack in that you can befriend the people that you used to look up to. It's Billy, so cool. Yeah, Billy Corgan signed a poster for me. That was super exciting. I was like, wow, man. You really should tell him it. he really ruined my trip in 1994 <laughs> in West Virginia. Well, I don't really, I don't, I don't like talk to him. I met him through yeah. like a friend of a friend. I met him at the Playboy Mansion. up. And we told all the playmates because they were too young to know who he was that he was Michael Stipe from REM and they believed him. <laughs> and they would come up to him like, oh my God, I love shiny, happy people. And he's looking at me and I'm like this. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. It was awesome. Uh, I'd love to have Billy on or, or to, to come hang out. So probably just got to reach out. Let's read some more Super Chats. Howard says, rolling 20s. Looking into the air. WTF, stay strong. Big news coming on the Vatican. God created the universe and it's the age of Aquarius enlightenment. Here we go. Big oh, news. Boy. It is the dawning of the age of Aquarius, apparently. So I'm told. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the year 2450 is when it begins or something like so that. A couple hundred singing, years out. They were singing that song, Age of Aquarius, before the Age of Aquarius? Why? Yeah, it's like it's maybe the dawning it's of the Age of Aquarius. Oh. Yeah, in the year 2250, I think, is when the age goes from the age of Pisces to the age of Aquarius. I don't believe in any of that crap. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> well, it's real. It just whether you believe in like, the spirituality of it, mm. it basically means that I think the axis is pointing at Pisces. Okay. It's something called the procession of the equinox where the axis rotates around the the, uh, the celestial constellations or whatever. I wonder if age of Pisces metaphorically was like that was the age of the fishermen where we lived it's on the coast. Yeah, the age of the fish and that and Jesus teach a man to fish, all this fishing, fishing. And in the future, it's going to be the age of the water bearer who's Aquarius and it's going to be get find water. Desalination. Somehow. Yeah, desalination. Huh. Water, water, water. Water we'll be, crisis it'll be our is going to happen. Yeah. We'll be using it as fuel. We'll be able to convert it into food. It's going to be crazy what we can do with water or we'll be able to mix it with carbon. I think and, we're going to have a shortage of it before we figure out amazing things to do but with it. Like hundreds of years, I think, after the the rise and the fall and the rise and the fall and the rise, whatever Just, happens. That's what we do. All right, let's let's uh, let's grab some more. Sean Me says, "Damn, those were some powerful memes. The pen is mightier than the sword, and the meme might be mightier than both." I think so. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. There was a I saw a leftist meme. You know, oh, leftist no. memes are like verbose. So mm-hmm. bad. And it was verbose, and it was like right wing memes, and it showed like a meme. And then it said left-wing memes, and it showed the dude from uh, Monsters, Inc. And it said, leftist memes have to take the time to explain very complex ideas oh and de-brainwash you. Because you've been so brainwashed by, by you know, the, the media and the corporations, you don't realize right-wing memes are, are very simple because it's it's pandering to your baser instincts. And I'm just like, oh, here we go. <gasps> my, it shows the dude with the beard like, it. what? Yeah. My favorite meme is, is a little guy that says, pray for me as I undertake this arduous journey to read this leftist meme. Yeah. <laughs> it's always like three pages long. Yo, Sergeant R6 says, shout out to the UPS guy in Northeast PA that just dropped off a box with this show blaring in his truck. Woo! Yeah. Yes. What up, son? Super cool. Last time I was on here, my UPS came up to me and they're like, yeah, fight the fight. Love you, oh. Temple. I'm like, okay, <laughs> bye, bye. bye. Yeah. Were you like, I only survive because you bring me things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's exactly <laughs> totally. what <he> said. <laughs> All right. What do we got? 
Albidam says, Ian, technically there was a self-proclaimed emperor that lived in San Francisco named Joshua Norton. He proclaimed becoming an emperor in 1859. Oh, my. Well, good for him. Turned out for him, for Josh. Joshua uh, Norton. Isn't there like an independent area in Nevada where some guy declared independence in the that government? Sounds like Nevada. But then he was like, they were, they said, are you going to pay your taxes? And he goes, no, but I will pay a, uh, what he, what he called it, like a tithe or like, uh, um, yeah. a- aid to the U.S. government in the form of, you know, these percentages or whatever, some like, kind of. Whatever, buddy. <laughs> yeah. They're like, okay, whatever. You're not wrong. Joshua Abraham Norton, Emperor Norton the first. Oh my. <laughs> Solid. Self-proclaimed. Cool picture. Blankenstein's right. Monsters has canceled Fox Nation subscription and subscribed to the Timcast Nation. Elf, the mainstream media, let the media revolution begin. Wow, really nice. appreciate it. That's awesome. I, I heard that uh, not all the people don't really watch Fox Nation. Yeah, Tim Cast is bigger, I think. I'm I a huge know. fan of Kennedy, man. We have a decent amount of subscribers. We're nowhere near as big as like the Daily Wire or anything like that. But I have to imagine Fox Nation's got to have hundreds of thousands of people or something, right? Is it different they got, like, than Tucker Fox? exclusive? Yeah, yeah. It's like it's it's special shows you can only get on Fox Nation's oh. subscription subscription service. You know what I thought was funny. We were like, if we do like exclusive shows, what do we call it? Like everyone just calls their thing plus. And I'm like, don't do plus. I was, no, no, I was like, no, why no. don't we just call it that Timcast? Sucks. Yeah. It's like <laughs> the show's available at Timcast. It's exclusive. That's way better. Yeah. It's, isn't you it don't weird? Need that, a plus. Isn't that weird though? Everyone does that. I hate the plus. I know. So I was like, minus. Yeah. Let's yeah, be yeah. rebels. <laughs> minus. What's minus. 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 That sucks. Timcast and Theta. Or just like, is there a neutral symbol? What is it? Just put an umlaut over it. Yeah. Yeah. How would you pronounce that? Timecast. All right. Powder PZ says women working double the labor force, decreasing the value of each individual worker. So now you need two incomes to have a family. That is correct. That's right. It's really funny. I love when the left shows this chart where it's like salaries, uh, wages by year. And then around 1979, it just tanks and keeps going straight. And they're like, I wonder what happened. And then it's like women entered the workforce. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, stopped raising their kids. And now look at them. Yep. <laughs> that's the that's the thing too. They, they don't want kids are a disaster. Look at us all. They yeah, don't want to hear it. But if you double the workforce overnight, competition becomes insane among mm-hmm. the workforce, and now people need two incomes. It's an employer's market. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And then what happens is the government says, "Okay, we'll pay for the daycare with with grade schools." Right, and we'll indoctrinate your kids. Yeah, for free. For free. Yeah. Yeah. For free. Yeah. No, it's yeah. not free. That's We're right. going to take your money to indoctrinate your kids. That's right. It's a win-win for yeah. us. This is the crazy thing. It's like someone walks up and they're like, I think parents should have the right to choose where they where their kids go to school. And the what? left was like, no, that's bad. Right. That's, well, it's it's the left says that's okay so long as you're really wealthy. Like if you're really wealthy, right. you can yeah. choose where you want your kids to go to school. It's the weirdest thing. I was like, wouldn't it be good if like – Poor areas were able to send their kids to better schools. Mm. And they're like, no. Keep those poor kids. How can they keep their victims that they can keep using for all their stuff? The thing that's crazy about the school choice thing, too, is it's like so many of the people that are advocating against school choice just send their kids to private school. Yeah. Yeah, You know? Like, I went to private school and, like, people I know who sent me there are opposed to school choice. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, so. Yeah. All right, we got yeah, Bad very, Adam very 12. Yeah. Bad Adam says, Adrian, do you still collect vintage Avon bottles? 
I have some I'd like to send you if you are interested. Do you have any contact information? If not, no worries. I've never collected vintage Avon bottles. Who's Sounds telling cool, these guys? Is that like a rumor going wrong. around? Wrong. I've never heard of that before. Oh. I mean, I sell Avon, but I don't collect bottles. Maybe like, what am I going to do with them? Collect them. But where it's am I going to put them? I'll cool. shoot them with yeah, my three. Yeah. yeah. Justin Hasek says, Tim is constantly saying things are imploding or a civil war is coming. I, I uh, let's say, I'll agree, but when will the straw break and when will the first steps happen? They probably already did. And so I'll put it this way. Um, it's really fascinating. The idea of when the civil war started. It's like Fort Sumter. And I'm like, really though? Was it really? Wasn't the secession the start of the Civil War? But even then, really? Wasn't bleeding Kansas? Right. Where did Ca- it really mm. start? The, it, the issue is that it was always happening, this conflict. And it boiled over to where we say, okay, well, now people are in the field Actually, shooting, yeah. each, shooting other, each other. So that's other. the war. Right. And it's like, uh, bleeding Kansas, I think, was seven years. And it, only, it, it never actually stopped. It mm. just became part of the greater national Civil War. So when, when are things going to happen? I don't know, January 6th? Like I'm, that was, I'm sorry. It was the stupidest day of my life, and it just won't end. The stupidity. Five twenty nine. Day, yeah. Five twenty nine. That yeah. was insane. I was watching all the live yep. feeds of that. I can't believe people don't look at that as worse. But this is like the bleeding Kansas phase, intermittent violence and ideological clashes. And now, you know, we read the sentiment from the North. I read it because it was fascinating. The idea that the left is being manipulated by their leaders and we need to ensure the constitutional rights mm-hmm. of even the people in those states. I'm like, wow, that's that's crazy. Right? Mm-hmm. That's what they were believing, apparently. They actually formed a, a central bank in order to handle the Civil War. That was, I think it was 1866, 1863. One of those one of those years, right around there. It's when they set up a central bank, basically like uh, what they're trying to do now with the digital currency, the USBCs, these U.S. Bank central oh, currency, right, whatever it's right, called. Right, right. Yeah, it's it's similar economic uh, peril. That's for sure. No, it's not. It's just we just got to figure out how to get things from place to place a lot easier with less cost. And I'm talking about cost of energy. VHS two says the U.S. Air Force Minuteman three might only launch with one point four seven uh, one thousand four hundred seventy five kiloton warhead. The U.S. Navy Trident two can launch with a twelve thousand four hundred seventy five kiloton warhead. Interesting. But I still think, uh, I don't know, the U.S. hasn't announced anything nearly as powerful as the Sarmat 2. That thing's massive. A 50 megaton payload? That's nuts, man. At some point, bigger is not better. You want, like, more insidious. You want something that breaks apart and gets into the cells, you know? Louis Cordero. Louis <laughs> Cordero says, plan. It's funny how three women are talking about baking and having a beautiful time, and you got Tim and Ian screaming like apes and talking about, about poop and missiles. toilets. That's because show. traditional roles matter. Right. Ian and I are, are grunting and hooting. And are you and like, writing in cursive? Oh, yeah. I always write in cursive. That's right, yeah. girl. Yeah. My, right. my handwriting is a weird mix. Like you know, you know the the, the SpongeBob meme where or you do like sarcasm meme. Yeah. yeah, where you do like lowercase. That's, that, that's how I actually write. Do you know, I had. I don't know why. You have a chaotic brain. <laughs> yeah, it's just like it's like capital you have too much on your and, plate, and oh, that's no, a reflection I, of it. I think I actually did it? well right here. Yeah, yeah there's it. no capitals. <laughs> I re- Let's grade I Tim's paper. Like cursive, I wouldn't do it. It was the one thing in school I just would never oh, do. Oh, I was terrible at it. And so I got held after school for like oh, weeks in what was essentially handwriting detention. Oh. And Mr. Belmore um, made me learn how to do cursive. There were a couple other kids there. We what were all pretty dude. miserable. 
Yeah, but now <laughs> I can write in cursive. I remember very distinctly because I, I circled my O's and A's too many times. We've, mm. we've got a very, very important super so chat. Stupid. We'll grab, we'll grab one more. Mason Lou Allen says, been trying to torrent the Hunter Biden material. I concede, but can't download. Can your organization commit to downloading and combing this material? Love what you do. No. You know why? Because we have reason to believe that the material is actually illegal, which is funny. So a news organization, uh, we don't have the legal apparatus to, to, to do anything like that. Uh, but Hunter Biden, who actually has the material and the feds know about it, uh, he's not in jail. No. Nope. So. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, do you think Project Veritas would be able to do something like that? I don't for know, them? man. Look at the Ashley Biden thing. Yeah, that didn't end too well feds for them. Come after him. We don't have the wherewithal for any of that deep stuff. So I always tell people, like, what if you've got these big things, you're like, go to Veritas because they have the legal ability and, and wherewithal to do this. And we, and the reality is we don't. I'm not going to lie and pretend like, not We're yet. trying to create a newsroom. We're trying to build this company up. The more members we get, the stronger we, we become in defending ourselves and being able to go after this stuff. I would say the Daily Wire could probably handle it. I don't know if they have the, the same kind of news apparatus that we do. They're doing more movies, shows, but they do have news out, a newsroom. Uh, we would probably need, we would need to be like comparable to Daily Wire in size to be able to handle an oh. endeavor like that. Cause you do need, do you even want to look at that crap? Kind of. To, to expose to them and call them out <laughs> and, and reveal the stuff to the public, yes. <laughs> but this is such extreme stuff. You need like powerful legal apparatus. None of the people who support Biden will care. You can show him right. videos. It doesn't matter. The, the guy yeah, could like murder their own mother and they'd be like, yeah, yeah but yeah. Trump but, said, and you're like, he just killed your mom. Yeah, but orange man. Yeah. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen. If you haven't already, would you kindly smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, hit that little notification bell icon, and become a member at TimCast.com. We are going to have a special after-hours show tonight. We do this Monday through Thursday, exclusive on the website. And uh, we would love to see you there as we talk about things that your kids probably shouldn't listen to because we get, you know, it's uncensored. So uh, check out TimCast.com. You can follow the show at TimCast IRL. You can follow me personally at TimCast. Adrian, do you want to shout anything out? Uh I'm on the internet under my name. <laughs> if you want to find me, oh, I activated my Twitter after two years. You oh. can find me there, Instagram. I have a website, Facebook. I'm on Truth Social. Oh, the I, they can also find you in the Timcast IRL chat room. Oh, yeah. yeah Sometimes I troll you people. <laughs> but awesome. I still like you, even though I talk poop. Yeah. Poop? Yeah. All right. Ah, uh, I'm on Twitter, at Libby Emmons. I'm on Instagram. As well, and I'm at the Post Millennial every day. You can you check us out. Find me at net if you want to get in touch with my social media accounts. And if you don't have a glass of water, go grab one now oh. after the show and chug that thing tonight. Get healthy. Hydrate. It's good for you. Fix. Let your shoulders back. Drop back. Let your chin down. You know, good posture, man. See you later. Very good. Sage advice from Ian there. Thank you guys very much for tuning in to this lovely ladies night. We should have that every Tuesday evening. We should have hilarious guys on Monday and nothing but ladies on Tuesday. I think that's the perfect balance, the best combination. You guys can follow me on Twitter and minds.com at sourpatchlets as well as sourpatchlets.me. We will see you all at timcast.com. Thanks for hanging out. Bye guys. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.